Hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast, and thanks to our sponsor, SS96. Still rocking with us in 2022, and it's so amazing. We appreciate you. SS96 is putting out new merch and still has some of your favorites. Get your executive productions t-shirts, Switch Masters t-shirts, as well as Farm Raised Entertainment t-shirts. Don't forget to check out Straight Stoner's music, as well as my own release under executive productions. It's available on all streaming platforms, and new music is in the works, so stay tuned. Go to ss96.net and use the promo code SWITCHMASTERS to get this kind of merch today. Thank you all again. We're grateful. What's up, what's up, what's up? What's up, everyone? What's up, Q? What's going on, man? What's up, man? Long time, bro. Long time, but we back. Switch Masters. Switch Masters are back, man. Welcome, everyone, to the Switch Masters podcast. I am your co-host, Zaydee, executive producer. I mean, co-host Q, the guru. Man, y'all, it's been a good little break for us, but there's been a ton of NBA action we've been following, and there's a lot of stuff we got to talk about, man. A whole lot. The playoffs are starting now. The playing tournament just ended. This is the first day of the NBA playoffs, and we're so glad to have you guys tune in and watch this live broadcast as we talk hoops. Absolutely, man. Exciting. Exciting time of the year right now. Playing, just like you just said, playing just ended gonna see the pelicans take on phoenix gonna see the nets versus uh celtics that ought to be an interesting one q what are you uh what are you feeling about these playoff matchups so far man it's gonna be good man we have a whole a lot to talk about with these uh playoff matches and matchups um but first um i want to go back in time real quick I want us to think about how this whole NBA season started. And especially when it comes to this one team. Let's check it out. John Rondo! Carmelo! Yes, sir! LeBron spinning, scoring! Reeves! Count it, baby! Good play, Wayne Ellington! The scoop and the score by Kendrick Nunn! Throw it down, Anthony Davis! We gotta talk about the Lakers season, man. In the beginning, so much hype, you know, all these Hall of Fame players on one team, but unfortunately, dude, the Lakers didn't even make the play in, <laughs> which is crazy because that's something uh, LeBron complained about before, remember, but we couldn't even make it. Yeah. Uh, man, it's, it's, I was, I had such high hopes for Russell Westbrook and Camelo Anthony and the white man Zay just gotta ask ourselves this question man oh just read what what are your thoughts on the season for Lakers man what what, what happened mm, the biggest um, thing or the, the word that comes to mind thinking about this this Lakers season this team this year train wreck absolute train wreck uh and it's not because of the players like you when you have 
LeBron James, you have Anthony Davis, Russell Westbrook, Hall of Famers, right? Carmelo, come on off the bench. Um, it just was a train wreck. And you can point the finger at whoever you want, but as a team, I just feel like they weren't collected. And as a result, we saw Russell Westbrook f- struggling to fit in. Um, Anthony Davis, as we all know, very much has a, a lot of injury history, injury issues. LeBron even had a couple of injuries, but then you saw him come back and scoring 30 points per game in his, in his 19th season. And still, the Lakers had no chance of <laughs> even making the plan. It's, a, it's very disappointing. And I, I really had high hopes and going into the, remember we talked about this a year ago when, when the Westbrook trade happened and everything, we're talking about the pick and roll, Anthony Davis and, you know, legitimate big three in LA should be, should be, you know, in the finals. Right. <laughs> but here we are. And it's, it's really, it really sucks because I like Russell Westbrook, Carmelo Anthony, my favorite, my second favorite player after Dwayne Wade. Wanted to see those guys, you know, get into the finals and have a chance to compete for a championship because that's something that they're missing. Really all they're missing. It's it's just, it's a lot, man. <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> man, it's a whole lot. I did not think we would be here right now. I was like, man, maybe they'll turn it around. Because it's different, man. It's tough watching playoffs without LeBron in it. Or, yeah. or the name brand as the Lakers as well. It is tough. So, but fortunately, the playoffs are still kind of intriguing enough. We'll talk about that a little later. But, man, as far as, like, the blame, I agree with you. Injuries is definitely one of the biggest things that went wrong with this team. Yeah injuries uh, ad was out so many games even LeBron was out okay and the roster and even Kendrick Nunn the Kendrick Nunn never played a game Kendrick Nunn didn't play a game <laughs> a season that then that's your boy yeah he I, I don't I don't know I, I feel like he could have been an asset but wouldn't it have been enough to turn around the whole season I don't know but the whole team was never fully healthy and since it wasn't never fully healthy I'm not sure we can properly evaluated like their potential i don't know but the main thing is the big three did not really seem to mesh on the court together um for whatever reason they did not seem to mesh so as far as the lakers now you know as a result frank vogel is fired uh, we don't know. And that was, that was trash how they went about his fire. It was horrible. It was. There's no way oh. sh- it should be like that. <laughs> There's no way I should hear about my job from somebody else. Like, I mean, through that stratosphere, everybody kind of knew he's probably going to get fired. It's been reported for oh, a minute, but to put it out like that, it's, uh, it's, it's not professional. And apparently, that turned some coaches yeah. off. That yeah. Up, like Quinn Snyder. Yeah. He's no longer interested in, in the job after how they treated Brain Vogel this firing. It's, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. This is, it's, it's crazy. This, this is, I, 
it's so weird uh the lakers but two years ago championships right champions and and to see how not just the team the on the basketball part of it but the organization as a whole when you talk about like we just said frank vogel's found out he's getting fired or there's a report reporter saying there's a report that you're going to be hearing from the team later on tomorrow you're fired it's like i don't have the respect to get you know fired and and be told i'm getting fired i gotta hear from or whatever but anyone could have leaked that he could have leaked it but this function within the organization from top to bottom and it's not any disrespect to genie bus or, or anybody it just it's it's a lot of lot of rework reworking they're gonna have to do going into next season um russell westbrook to me was the scapegoat as far as like on the court play frank global obviously was going to get outed because of you have lebron ad and russ you can't win to get into the play-in not the playoffs but the play-in so right yeah they could have at least made the play-in at least but you know with that being said uh so Gosh. we have all these players in this one team all these hall of fame players so i guess like the next question is how do we think about their legacies now uh in particular lebron also westbrook and ad so i'm uh let's start let's start off with lebron in my opinion i don't think this impacts his legacy as much because he had an MVP caliber season. It's just that the team didn't have enough wins to so for it. Like he showed up. He showed up, and he almost he could have won the scoring title. Almost. He, he almost he almost could have. So I don't think his legacy is impacted. I still hold LeBron in high regard. It's like this man can keep going. It's kind of tough. The season was kind of um, quote unquote a waste, you know. Uh, but I think he's still, he's definitely still a top NBA player. Uh, he's still yeah. arguably amongst a lot of people, top three, at least in the NBA right now. Uh, yeah. So no knock on him. It's just one less season where you just can't get a ring. Not this season. You know, if, for him now, he's just competing with Jordan right now as far as his status is we already know what lebron is um so yeah what are your thoughts about lebron do you agree uh for the most part i think that like you said his 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 legacy is already kind of sealed at this point um he has for you know his career been magnificent and i think like you said he's competing to be in the GOAT conversation or to be the top of in the GOAT. He's on, on the Mount Rushmore for sure. And I think it just is a turning point for him when you think about it. LeBron has, throughout his career, brought and dragged worse teams than this to the finals. And did he win a lot of them? No. But it just goes to show you that at this point in his career, he needs that other person to to help him carry the load like legit i don't think anyone is just going to be like stopping lebron 
at any point. You know what I mean? Like he's he's he could probably I, I think LeBron said himself in the shop that he could he could get the scoring title every year if he wanted to. And the dude legit could. He, he averaged 30 at 37 years old in his 19th season. And not only that, he himself has passed a, a, quite a few records this year. Um, I think he got the record for most points in the playoffs and uh, regular season combined. He's number one in that. And he's number two in scoring right now. So as far as like his, his individual legacy, he's good. But I, I just think it shows you that at this point is he can do whatever he wants but now he has to be put into a situation where he's not having to carry the load because he can't do that at this point in his career but legit he's still he's still lebron he's still one of the greatest so yeah yeah good point old lebron he he could will this team to the play in at least you know or i don't know is it is it that or is it that the West is more competitive now, and the East is more competitive? I mean, cause no, back I then mean, LeBron was in the East, and the East was you no, know, no, not on the East, but it, it wasn't as strong as the West back then in the mid two thousands and late two thousands, twenty tens, you know. So yeah. is it the competition, or I don't know? That that's that could be an argument one day, but. I do believe that as LeBron, I don't know, man, because he, he he still played really good this year, like really good, yeah, yeah. Like, he, really he's, good. Because like he's, LeBron now has more skills. I, he lost some of that, maybe, man. He was still that late this year too. I don't, because he's a better shooter this year. Than I've seen like deep, deep shots, yeah, consistently. Well, uh, the post game, I don't know, man. It's, it's, I don't know. Well, you know, I got Kev. He's a, he isn't a big fan of LeBron taking the logo threes, but he's he's been he did well with them this year. Um, I, I don't know if it's um, I don't think it's yeah. a competition thing. Yeah, I, I think in 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 terms of how the East and West looked this year, the East was a lot tougher. Like the 10th seed was over 500. And then you got like, who was 10th this year? The, uh, the Spurs or maybe somebody else under 500. So it's like, yeah. it's it's not really the competition. I, I think it's just at a point where teams are going to like, all right, he's LeBron. He's going to be LeBron. Let him be LeBron. But let's shut the rest of the team down. And then we don't have Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot tougher because that's supposed to be the go-to guy, in my opinion, for this Lakers squad on defense and you know on in to to help carry the offensive load as well. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, shout out to shout out to Jay, Coach Jay, in the comments. Yeah, joining the live. He said now people really will think he ruins every team he goes to. Westbrook needs a complete turnaround. LeBron's legacy is already sealed. So I mean, I think we all are on the same page. LeBron is is yeah. he's great. It's yeah. just that everyone else on this Lakers squad has he didn't have a lot of help, and it was poorly constructed. As we poorly saw. constructed, like you know, for every LeBron team, you need LeBron and some shooters. LeBron and three D players. They had to go on, go and get these players. They're off the street. 
<laughs> to uh to do something. Don't get me wrong, Stanley Johnson he had a good you know good turnaround. Maybe the team will like sign him next season. I think the Lakers signed him, so never mind. Lakers signed him already. But Austin Reeves turned out to be a good find. Uh, William yeah. Gabriel turned out to be a good good pickup. Get yeah. energy off the bench. Uh, so like it's tough. But let me get to these other players, man. This is. I want to get LeBron out the way because we all seem to agree with LeBron. Yeah, legit LeBron. Let me let me let me, let me, let me <laughs> go. Let me go ahead and get on somebody else, right? Oh, I'm gonna save. I'm gonna save on my other guy real quick. But like Anthony Uh-oh. Davis. Oh, this season was relying on you, sir. You, I remember in the beginning, in the preseason, before our pre-show, whatever. Mm-hmm. I said the Lakers would do it as well if, as long as Anthony Davis is like MVP caliber. Yeah. This is the other reason I'm upset with the top 75 list. So, based <laughs> on this, this, this is a to top 75 player. <laughs> yeah. This right here. Just because of one, I mean, he got one chip. Granted, y'all earned it. Bubble, I'm not, I'm not knocking the bubble championship. I'm not knocking it. They won. But, Fair and square. But Anthony Davis literally has so many injuries. I don't know what it is. And uh I don't know. To to me this so I'm like, is this this is your top seventy five player over like somebody like Dwight Howard? Based on career accomplishments could have been in. Yeah. Mind you A A D hasn't won MVP defensive player of the year. None. None. He's probably at this point missed more games than he's played. Oh, but I gotta check. I gotta check it. But it's it's something, and I, I feel like he got it based off of like status and hype right now. Damian Lillard too. Yeah. I mean, I, I like Dame, but I like Dame a lot. Career real wise, no. But let me go back to AD. If, if AD was healthy and was MVP caliber, I mean, even if he was playing, I feel like he could have went another notch because I've seen AD. In New Orleans, like balling, that yep. AD dominant. Yeah. You know, last season we saw kind of Giannis bully him. Like that's not no, like show up, man. Like I don't <laughs> know what to think about AD right now. His legacy to me right now. First of all, I don't think he should be top seventy five even now more so. What he's got to do, man, he's got to get healthy. Talk to LeBron. This man is old, still playing. Still had an MVP caliber season. Talk to LeBron, see what's going on. Even what's Westbrook. This man has like didn't have this many injuries in his career. It's, he's like yeah. he's more athletic. He goes to the rim, does a lot more stuff than AD. Granted, yeah. AD is bigger, but yeah. no, no way I, this should be this many injuries. I mean, as 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 controversial as this person I'm about the name is. Stephen A. Smith makes a good point when it comes to Anthony Davis. He has a a, a history of injuries, and there is no way that 37-year-old LeBron, 19th, se- 19th season, should be – You, it's no way that you, at your age versus his age, should be missing this many games. And you have an a injury history, and it's like, what are you – some people, he said it, on uh, first date one day, he said some people are preparing for the offseason, 
I'm paraphrasing. And some people look like they're getting ready for this season. Mm-hmm. And basically, I don't know what, I, I don't know. I'm not doubting that AD is working out in the summer, but it just seems like every year we have the same conversation. It's like, when he's, when he's good, he's great. You know what I mean? Like he's MVP caliber player, top of the league, top five. But it's always like just on the other end, just waiting for an injury, waiting for the ankle, waiting for the knee, waiting for whatever to happen. And he's going to miss 30 games. And he tries to come back. And you saw this year, like it's it's not fair to say that he's not good because of injury. Oh, no, no, but it, it just is. When I think of AD, I'm not going to think about him being a champion. I'm thinking about him, what he could have been if he didn't get hurt. That's that's just like his mm-hmm. reality at this point. And it's sad. <laughs> but if he were legit, legitimately not having five injuries a year, <laughs> this, this season probably would have been a lot better for the Lakers. And maybe he could have validated that top 75 status for you. But like you said, I, I don't... I, I didn't think I didn't think he was top seventy five last year because of the championship, whatever. But now, especially, it's like ah, uh, you. It, yeah. It's it's not to say that you know if he would have like came back, and not been injured, and and balled out, yeah, maybe he could have yeah, like, yeah, like if he had a season. Yeah, now, uh-huh. now that's a that's very questionable. Very, so, very, very. It's tough, man. I just need, I just want to see him get healthier and ball out. Yeah, if he doesn't, it's it's gonna be tough. It's it's gonna be tough. I've been dreading this one right here, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh. What's the what's the bro? This is your boy, Q. This is your boy. I know, man. Ah, as, as y'all know, OKC fan. So I follow, I follow Russ OG. hard and KD. I follow him. So I have a, I have I'm a, I'm a fan of Russell Westbrook. Yeah. I don't like how he has kind of scapegoated the whole season. Granted, he deserves some of the blame. He he does. Yeah. That, that some of his play I have never seen from him before. I mean, we know what Westbrook is. Sometimes he takes bad shots. Sometimes he takes. He does. He takes bad decisions, uh, but most of the time you can't question his effort. Uh, one of the reasons why I like him, but it's just something was just zapped out of him this season. It was weird. I've never seen Westbrook like this. Never. Because these people are making booper reels about Russell Westbrook. The disrespect. I. It's tough watching these videos. I'm like, man, and the, and the lack of accountability to some degree, or the lack of ownership, is what is getting a lot of people like disappointed and upset in the yeah. press conferences. Like, I feel like if he owned up to some of what he was doing, maybe it wouldn't have been as bad. Maybe the backlash wouldn't have been as bad. I don't agree with going out the families of these players that's not cool the threats of course that's not cool but we know Lakers fans are rapid <laughs> like they're they're dedicated so it drives them it's, fan base. Things. it's right it's a good fan base but you know there's good apples and bad apples so 
Um, so don't don't I don't condone that at all. But his play was a little bit better towards the end of the season, but it was like too little too late at that point. You know, he he was playing a, little, a lot better at the end of the season. Seemed to find something. I don't know, but it, it's tough. And unfortunately, like Jay said, he, this is his, I don't know, three, third team literally in three straight seasons. Houston, Washington, Lakers. And next season, I have no clue where Westbrook is going to go. I don't know. I, we know he has a player option. If he's smart, I know he is. And if he wants the money, he'll take it. He'll accept it. But the Lakers are apparently still willing to release him if they can't find a trade partner. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there's some talks that Charlotte may be interested. You know, that's pretty cool because in Jordan, the Jordan connection, he's, you know, he's still a part of Jordan brand. Uh, I have no clue where his where is he gonna go. I think there's I think his better play at the end of the season maybe increases trade value a little bit. But I'm not sure if that's enough to get value back if you're the Lakers. Right. Because um, it seems like you may have to give up a pick just to move that contract off your books. I don't and know. They, I don't, they I don't, moved a lot of picks already. I'm, right. That's, I'm and then sure. it's, and it's tough. Do you still think about, will you still mortgage your future? But let me go back to Russ. Um, my hope. Is that he uh, continues his play from late in the season? If he stays on the Lakers, continue that. If he does not, we'll talk about this in a second. Our predictions for their offseason. Uh, just ball out on whatever next team he goes to. And I really, really want these people to get a chip. I want Melo to get a chip. I want Russ to get a chip. I want some of these other. Uh, players that are on the Lakers to get a chip. Yeah. But unfortunately, as you get older, that window starts closing, and you know, I'm not sure. I think the rumor I think the thing is now is that Russell may not be a player who can help get a championship if he's like a starter. It's like it's that weird space right now. It has a danger of becoming like remember what happened to Melo a couple years ago? Yeah, it's like Melo had to accept the role to be to allow the team to be successful, right? And it was kind of tough to accept that role, and he found himself out of the league for a couple of years. Then once he came back, accepted the role, trying to be a great player, like a great role player, yeah, and potentially a great starter, a better starter. So. Yeah. Sure. It's tough. If Russ doesn't improve his game in the offseason, uh, it's going to be tough. It's, it's yeah. going to be tough. I, I hope yeah. he improves his game. I really hope he does, and I hope he gets a chip one day. But he's got to improve in this offseason. He's, he's got to. I, I mean, for me, um, I, I love Russ Westbrook. He is a fiery competitor. He's he's a great he's one of the greatest in my opinion because of just what he's able to do his intensity and what he brings to the floor, Mister Triple Double, not Oscar Robertson but Russ Westbrook was Mister Triple Double. Right. And it was this season was just sad for me to watch for him. Like I I was like man, I have never seen 
I've never seen him struggle the way he struggled this year. And I, I think really what it comes down to, on top of all of this, this wonky type of roster that they had, he didn't really get the type of chemistry that I feel like he would have gotten, like in-game reps with LeBron and AD. And then, you know, LeBron's out, AD's out. I'm trying to figure out, you know, when I am playing with LeBron, am I a cutter? Am I the primary ball handler? Trying to figure out what my fit is. He's not the best shooter. We know that. But he legitimately, I, I used to love watching Russell Westbrook pull up in transition. He had one of the best pull-ups in, in the game. And this year, that his confidence just was shot <laughs> completely. And, you know, we, we, you, we've seen the videos. We've seen his his play this year and though he did you know have a, a better end to the season than he began uh, it just is i think people are, are already kind of like on the fence about russell a lot of the time but i, I think it's unfair to him. and what i think for him i don't i don't if I'm, i agree with you he'll be smart to take the player option but the way he talked and he said he's I, I think he's already said he doesn't think he's going to be there next season. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he would, if he opted out just because like of all the, not all, not even just on the court, but off the court stuff with his family issues, like fans going crazy and, and, you know, disrespecting him in front of his family and friends. And it, I get that. I, and I respect that, you know, I wouldn't want that type of environment. And another thing that I thought about, well, he brought up the Russell Westbrook um, season or whatever. It is KD had a quote from a couple of years back saying that he he thinks that playing with LeBron, and I'm also paraphrasing, it's not the direct quote, but he said something of the source of playing with LeBron seems like it can be toxic. Mm. And it's not to say like LeBron himself is a toxic person. He's, you know, because he's, we, we know who LeBron is, right? But when it comes to playing with him or being on the same team and being another superstar like Russell Westbrook, it's not so much about your connection with LeBron because I'm sure they're cool, whatever, but the environment around them, like the fandom, the media, is a lot of attention, a lot of stuff. And you're in LA, which is like one of the biggest media hubs in the world. So it's a lot of stuff that's going on outside of the court that's probably like, oh, you know, I'm getting asked all this stuff. How's this going to work? What about this? What about that? Can you uh, play off ball? Can you make jump shots? Can LeBron be this guy? Can you be this guy? It's, it's like a lot to just deal with outside of the court on top of coming in and trying to, to play for your home team for a, a, a legacy type of franchise in the Lakers. So I feel like while Russ did struggle and he, he didn't really fit with the team, it's a lot of outside noise that he probably didn't expect to get. And I'm sure like, you know, being, he's from LA. Being from there, you expect to get some, a, a little bit of hometown love, but it felt like it was just a lot, of home, a lot of hometown hate to me. But as far as his legacy, I don't think he's gonna be in a situation where he goes out of the league like, like Melo did a couple years ago. But I do think that for him, it's important to find I, I doubt he I, I doubt he's with the Lakers. I'm like 90% sure he's going to be with them next year. Mm -hmm. But 
wherever he goes, it has to be a, a fit for him. And it has to be him, like you said, adjusting his game. He's got to get back, get his confidence back. Because we know he can make shots. We know he can hit. He might not be the best three-point shooter, but he can hit jump shots from mid-range. Like, that's that's not anything that is out of his... <sighs> that's it within his range is what I'm trying to say. But... Man, just, layups, layups are in his range, man. You, you saw it too, right? Layups like, and dunks. Like, not, not, I mean, like he was missing bunnies this season. Like it was yeah. weird. I, I yeah. just he, how he he. I agree with you. Uh, hopefully, he just he he got some of the confidence back towards the end of the season. He seemed to have found a flow in the groove. Uh, it's tough. I'll say this too. Uh, we already know the roster is kind of poorly constructed. None of those shooters, right? And the main blueprint for building around Russell Westbrook is having shooters around him, too. So, yeah. if LeBron can't do as much with this with this team, of course, Russ is not because his play style, of course, he has to have the ball in his hands based on his play style and dish yeah. it out. Driving dish, that's what he does. Send to LeBron, LeBron light, if you will. Of course, it's not LeBron's level, but still, play style is similar. So, of course, it's not going to be as great because you lost so much depth. So, yeah. it's tough. And then, and the and Allen, the fact of AD not being as healthy, that's tough. And I agree with you about the chemistry. But, man, his legacy right now, he's, he's still known for triple doubles. Triple Double King still. I think he's still a Hall of Famer. First ballot. Uh, LeBron still first ballot. AD. I guess he's still technically first ballot in a lot of people's eyes. I I think technically he still is. Technically he is. So. uh, I mean, there's no doubt he can can be. It's just a matter of. I know it's for the show that you will be right. It's not a recency bias right now, like because basically what we've seen in the past two seasons. So I just need these guys to just get better. And with that being said, last topic on the Lakers, man, we're gonna be like GMs for a second. Uh, what can we do to fix this mess? Like, what can we do to fix this? Uh, first of all, you versus contract. Well, the contract of all three really inhibits you on what you can do. So you got to get some of these contracts out of the books. Personally, one of the best assets you can potentially trade is AD and LeBron. <laughs> those are the best con- Those are the best assets you have because I'm not sure what you need to get back for Westbrook with his trade value right now. If you want to get his contract out of the books, great. You can give yeah. it off, but you probably have to sacrifice a pick for it. And you already were just so many picks with this AD trade. Yeah. Which, shout out to the Pelicans. Making a high pick this year. Because y'all play. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. So, anyway. I don't know. What do you think? I feel like they should probably look into trading AD. And fit, throw the contract extension to LeBron. See what the field is like. If he's going to sign it. If he's like, no. I probably think about trading somewhere. Because... Think about trading LeBron. Listen, I'm talking about I'm a GM for this organization. I'm trying to fix this. <laughs> right. Okay. So right, me right. personally, I'm playing GM in 2K <clears throat> right now. I, LeBron is older. 
He just had an amazing season, but if he doesn't seem like he's going to resign, I'm going to get nothing. I'm going to go back to the KD. OKC, we try holding on. Looking back now, I wish we traded. So we got something back. Ah, uh, I mean. Especially if you want to go to the finals. Not, not to the finals, but the Western Conference finals. Play Golden State and go through this. And this <laughs> we're just going to join the team anyway. I really traded. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, for real, for real though, like in GM mindset, thinking with no, uh, being purely objective. Your best right, assets right. are AD and LeBron. I would rather trade AD than LeBron, in my opinion. But what do you think about that? Mm, I agree about trading AD, like throwing it out there, right? I'll see what you know what what people may offer, because at this point, legitimately, he is a contract that I have that I can't really utilize, but maybe thirty percent of the of the season. So it's like, all right, he's a generational talent when he's healthy, but at the same time, he's like injured. 40 to 60 percent of the year so that one i was legitimately looking to trying to like move them potentially i don't really see them doing that but that would be probably a, a great move russell like i said i don't think he's gonna be there I, I think and i don't think they really want him there honestly i don't know so, i don't think they do either this is the fact that they don't have a choice because if he opts in the contract he's there the yeah. only thing they can do is either be dead cap money. Young <laughs> if they release it, it'll be just dead cap money. It'll still be on the books for a while. I don't know if they want that. That's not the best situation you can do. Because remember, uh, Luau Dane's contract. Just in the year. Still dead. Still on there. So, like, it'll be almost like that. Yeah. For years. Yeah. This is a huge contract. I think he's... Like 40, what does Russ still have on his contract? Five plus million. I think it's 47. That's insane. For one season next year. So, like, that's, that's, that. it's a lot of, I'm not sure. I would try to trade if I could. Otherwise, if he, if we can't find a trade partner, I'll probably be forced to keeping him. Yeah. I'll probably be forced to doing it. But you need to have a, if you keep him, you got to have a coach with accountability. He's not afraid of getting these folks' faces. Yeah. You know? uh, so, think- so, we got to think about a coach, too. In this situation, who can be our ideal coach for this situation? A coach that can ideally, if you have to keep all three, a coach that can ideally bring all three together and figure some way to work this out. Because Frank Vogel was not it. But these rotations yeah. he's had, he's it was terrible. I forgot to talk about that. His rotations were terrible. Yeah. Terrible rotations. Uh, but not the best. <laughs> not, no, not at all. Yeah. So, um, shoot, man. This is. I don't even know what coach you. I don't even know what coach is interested right now because how they treated Frank Vogel. Like every every time I get on Twitter after like a bad NBA season and a team needs a coach, Mark Jackson like is trending. His name is always out there. That's true. Always, and I feel like he's deserving. He needs to get a chance, get a shot. But I don't know for this team. They they need someone that they can respect, that they will respect because. They lost to Frank Vogel, which is like, dang. I mean, he just won the championship a couple of years ago. He did. But they lost respect for him. And maybe like, maybe it was like you said, maybe some of the people were looking at it like, okay, you got bad rotations with Rondo. Well, to start the season out, you got Rondo and Westbrook. What sense that made? Two non-shooters what and LeBron. You, you know what I mean? No, no, that made no but, sense. 
I disagree with you on the LeBron point. I there's no way. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not even before, like, before, I'm not even shopping the opportunity. Before y'all get on me, hold on. I just said, <laughs> all I said was you got two main assets you can get stuff back for, and that's AD and LeBron. I said first I would throw the contract extension out there and see if he signs it. And uh, if not, I'll do my best to keep him, change the roster to try to try to see if he'll stay. But if all signs point to no, and we 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 suck by the trade deadline, nah, I'm thinking about trading him. Again, I'll trade AD first. But who do you even trade uh, for with LeBron? Like man, who, I'll who's... Give, whoever gives you the best, whatever, I'll give it. Because you got to think about rebuilding mode at this point. If you can't keep LeBron James, get some of your draft capital back. I'm getting no less than five, six draft picks, first and second rounders. I'm, give me all of them. This is the greatest player in your game right now. I want all the draft picks I can get. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think LeBron has a no trade clause. Though. I don't know if he has to agree with that. He has. I'm, I mean, I'm pretty sure LeBron has. He, he has to go to where Jay, team he wants to go to. But like, man, Jake said it himself. LeBron is the coach. LeBron is the DM. <laughs> LeBron is almost the owner at this point. Like, that's it's gonna be hard for to to do that. But yeah, I, I guess I, I see what you're saying. But I mean, draft picks. But I want something special if I'm. Even throwing that out there, you got to give me like a super offer here. But uh, that's what I'm saying. It's gonna be a good offer. I think another thing they can do is is just THT. They signed them to an extension. It didn't really do them any, you know, benefit. I'll look at you know shopping him maybe, and kind of waving. Like I like Kendrick Nunn, but I'll probably wave him. If I could, like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to clear up some roster space so I can bring in something. Yeah, I think he was only signed for one season anyway, so I don't think that helps. He can renounce his rights, but um, that doesn't really help much. It's, yeah. it's tough. The main money you're tied up in is, like you said, THT, uh, LeBron, AD, Russell. I think that's it, because I think everybody else was one-year deals. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think they signed Stanley to another year, or unless I think. I don't know. It's tough. They got to figure out something. But if I'm, like I said, I will stick to my game plan. Try to trade rush if I can. If I can't, uh, I wouldn't release it because of the dead money. I wouldn't yeah. do it. I'll just stick with it. It's just for one year anyway. Just just stick yeah. with it. Uh, try to get a coach. They can bring them all together. I don't know who that coach is. It's tough to find a coach that they, got, they, got, that they all respect. That they're all gonna listen to. I feel like Ron Lou was that guy, but they let him go. I, I see, especially if Dallas is playing in the playoffs right now. Um, if if Jason Kidd loses in the first round, they're gonna be like, "Oh, let's let's throw Jason Kidd in off because they wanted him right. originally before Frank Vogel." So right. I feel like that he'll be. A uh, guy they look for, but I, I don't really. Nah, in this case, I'll go with who LeBron wants since I'm trying to keep him too, and he wanted Tyron Lue. So I'm trying to get Tyron Lue. And I know Doc Rivers may be available to depend on how the Sixers seasons goes, but like, I don't think he's a good fit either based on his track record um, in these past couple of years. I don't think he's I'm good. I'm sorry. I'm staying away from Doc Rivers. It's, it's not uh, good, Doc. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't like it. Doc is. I respect him. 
I think he, you know, coaches hard, but when it comes to advancing deep into the playoffs, one, twice, maybe twice, that's it. And that was 13, 14, 12 years ago, something like that. It says he's been stagnant for like 10 plus years. Right. I'm not, I'm not yeah, looking to get back with it. I'm sorry. It's tough. <laughs> Yeah. I hope he does well. But, man, we get to that later again. But yeah, I don't know who that coach. Would be. I wish they could get Tyler Lewis somehow. Because I feel like he's a he's that coach. That's the only coach I can see right now. That we trying to mess because uh, Tyron yeah. is not afraid to talk to LeBron or get in his face, as we've seen before. He's not afraid to stand up to him. And he's definitely gonna be scared to stand up to. If you talk to LeBron, you can definitely talk to Adrian Westbrook. Like Russ, get on the bench. Like come off the bench, right? Or stagger his minutes to where it's like he's basically. You know, Frank could have did that. He could have staggered his minutes, play him early, bench him, come back in, let the bronze off the floor. Like he basically back. operates with the second unit. Basically, basically he's a starter. Yeah, he's a starter, but you make sure most operate second unit. They could they could have did that. Like, I don't, yeah, yeah, man. Good luck, Lakers fans. I don't know what y'all want to do. Right. It's tough. But uh I think they'll be I, I I'm I'm confident they'll be better than they were this year. Yeah, they'll be going in the next season. They'll be better. So Zay, as you know, we had a WNBA draft uh, a couple of days ago. Oh yeah. So uh we had some great picks, man, for some really great schools, a lot of great talented players. Absolutely, man. Atlanta Dream in the rebuild right now. Got our girl Ryan Howard number from one, Kentucky. Number Legit. One, number one overall. Number one. Number one overall pick. I think in this clip, uh, she actually went and got a shot of at the pop up. Yeah, but a good pick for Atlanta. Uh, she was great for all year for Kentucky. Can really get to the basket, at least score, you know what I mean? Right, yeah, it's really good, man. Shout out to Atlanta. Shout out to Atlanta. I think they definitely got the best player in the draft. Um, I hate that you know Kentucky can get couldn't get to the championship this year, but they they did well. Yeah, I like her game a lot, so I definitely say that they got the, the best player in the draft. Yeah. Number two, we got Melissa Smith. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the Fever got a lot of picks, but she was yeah. probably the best. Uh, she's a big, I believe. Yeah, she's a forward. Yeah, you also got the uh, the Mystics third pick uh, from Ole Miss, University of Mississippi. Yeah, Shakira she, Austin. She's a legit center right here. Six foot five, Shakira Austin. Mm-hmm. Transfer from Maryland. It was a sophomore year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Six foot five. Great defender. I think she's gonna be really good as far as like her potential. Um, another. Uh, let me see. Maybe like Brittany Griner, maybe. Maybe. And she has the potential. She does, and I remember 
I think they had the Mystics had a couple of picks as well in the draft. I think like they had yeah. a few, but oh, the draft was uh, very interesting. And one of the viewers for the draft was LeBron. Yeah. Right. And LeBron had a very interesting take on the WNBA draft. Uh, do you remember what he said? Yeah. So paraphrasing again, LeBron tweeted out after the the draft, the day after the draft, um, in the WNBA, why do you have to play all four years before you can be drafted? Um, as you all know, or maybe not, uh, in the NBA, you can go to the league after one year of playing college. And that's still changing right now, even like with G League, Ignite, and stuff like that. But yeah. The WNBA is required that you go all four years before you enter the draft. Right. Um, and the question we're posing is, you know, should the draft have the same draft as the NBA? You know, it should be the same. Uh, it's tough because, one, we know for sure the NBA is the league that has more money, more finances, and more power. Yeah. Uh, and this is different. Uh, so, I for one think they should at least, this should be fair. It should be equal. Uh, just maybe have a, um, you know, G League for WNBA. Give them, give these girls, op- these women the opportunity to experience the league a little early, get, get adjusted to it, and ball out. As you know, the G League seems to be a success. Look at Jalen Green. Balled out. Last game, balled out too. Very last game as a rookie, balled out. Um, it was it was good. So maybe look into that first. And I looked at, I looked this up too. Uh, according to the article in um, in Kentucky, you know, mm-hmm. no Ryan Howard, number one overall, number one overall pick. I was looking at the base salaries, right? All these rookie number one overall draft picks. You know, she's eligible to get a base salary of like seventy-five thousand dollars. That's about it. And yeah. Kay Cunningham, who was the number one overall pick for the Detroit Pistons for the NBA. Let's just look at his salary right now. And as of right now, as you know, NBA players get paid up to millions already. And we know the disparity is so vast already. Yeah. Like it really is. But pulling up my make sure I got the exact number. So he's getting paid just for the season alone, ten million. Man. And fifty thousand. So that that disparity alone and his his base salary total is like huge. He's getting paid ten million just, this year. Just for this year. The the contract worth is a whole is at least 
50 million, 50 million plus as a whole. So the disparity is so vast between the WNBA and the NBA. And I understand the NBA brings in a certain amount of revenue, but NBA, you have the power to let me share some of these resources, man. They can, at least, they can at least share it, but of course, I think they should have the same draft eligibility, at least. The man, that, uh, that is an insane number. I didn't even know that. They're not even getting paid in the billions yet, man. Number one draft pick. Not even in millions yet. I didn't. I didn't know that Kay Cunningham was making fifty million. So, so the contract is worth that much. But Tim, he can pay ten million this year, one year. And ten million. Season, and then year. next season goes up a little bit. Third season goes up a little bit more. If they pick up the options, it's a lot higher. That is that's insane. I remember when, at least for the NBA, that you know the top, the lottery picks were getting maybe. A two to three rookie year, rookie year deal that was like six million dollars for like three years. I remember that years ago. Right. And now to hear that you know ten million for the number one pick in just one year and versus seventy five thousand, not even six figures. Um. Just I don't know. It's 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 kind of it's it's really disheartening to like hear. Yeah. And disparity. Like it's just no equity. You know what I mean? Like there's you mean to tell me seventy five K versus ten million for the number one draft pick yeah. versus this isn't it's, it's yeah, it's it's tough. Man. Yeah, that disparity is so huge. I'm like at least I thought she at least getting a million, a million at least, but not even that yet. Like, can't we can't even get like six figures yet? Even, we can't get to the hundred thousands yet, people. I don't even know if someone like Candace Parker is making millions right now. If you really think about it, it's 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 crazy um, the disparity. But yeah, like to LeBron's tweet about. Why does the, the why does the WNBA require players to you know do four years? Mm-hmm. Uh, Teaspoon from Connecticut Sun actually replied to him. I saw it on Twitter okay. and said, "You make we make one percent of your salary <laughs> in a year or whatever, mm-hmm. and we have to go to college four years because we need a job after we get done playing." Mm-hmm. And you know, like LeBron, LeBron is obviously like on another level when it comes to like salary oh, and yeah, the endorsements. All this endorsements, yeah. Nike, like Nike alone is mm-hmm. it, it's ridiculous. Right. But to think about like these these NBA players after they're done playing basketball, they're probably good. You know what I mean? Like they don't have to work ever again. Their families probably don't have. To worry about anything, but to know that after you know four years, after after my time playing in the WNBA or or professional athlete, I have to go back to work to you know provide for my family. Compared to that, that is just that's baffling to me. 
And, then that's, and why, that's why a lot of them play overseas as well. You know, just to continue to get some income. And I'll say this too. The reason why this is an issue as well. You're giving them their chance to make it, have opportunity to even make money earlier. You know? Yeah. Um, so at least give them a chance to make their money now. Like as early as they can. At least be on the same ground as that. At least. Since like the earlier you, you get in, the sooner you can get paid. So that's the other issue I have with it. And you know, the NCAA did are, you know, allowing some form of, of revenue for the players to collect. True. I'm not sure how that works for the right. women and the NCAA, but it should work the same. It, it should. And, and, and it did because uh, I think I think Paige signed like a good deal. Paige with UConn. Yeah, yeah, Paige. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she signed a deal. You know, but again, that 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 depends on your notoriety as a player already. So I don't know. There's a lot more we need to do. Uh, I wish the NBA could do a little bit more potentially with the yeah. notoriety somehow to get. I'm glad they include some WNBA players in their all-star events. That's cool. But maybe do a little bit more to yeah. feature these awesome players because they have some awesome talent in the WNBA. And the, the NBA players do respect them. They do. And the NBA players support them, but we got to do something to bridge the gap a little bit. Because when I looked at that financial disparity, I was like, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. It's um I definitely think that there is support from the NBA or NBA players. We see a lot of players advocating wearing the orange hoodie, you know, to represent for the WNBA as well. But when it comes to the system of it, mm-hmm. there has to be something else that can be done. And and I'm not a millionaire by any means yet, but when it comes down to it. Uh, something that J.R. Smith, I saw in a, in a podcast episode he was in. NBA players, you know, go to ask owners about what can we do for this type of thing or whatever, whatever. When they have the same, well, not the same, but the the capital, the resources to be able to go out and create and do. And I feel like that's something that could be easily done with the WNBA, for instance, like creating some sort of program creating new partnerships that we can make this more equitable for the players because how is it that you know this is not just basketball but society as a whole is is how can we go to work you know i clock in work the same hours and my paycheck is a little higher at the end of the week compared to a woman it I have no like legit thought process behind it. It makes no sense to me, mm-hmm. especially like when you still have the same same sport. Some of these people share the same arenas, or you know they don't, and they have these horrible facilities. But you can build a hundred million dollar practice facility for this other organization that's you know male dominated. But I mean, there's process, there's progress being made, but we still have a lot to go. Um, Candace Parker recently was on NBA, the cover, NBA 2K. 
but they just got into the game, what, two years ago, maybe? I feel like there should be some, like you said, the NBA has the capital, the resources to be able to partner and, and do something. And I hope that in the future that we see more progress being made. I agree. Hopefully we do. Hopefully we do. So we have a lot going on right now. So as you guys know, the play-in recently just ended. No, uh, so let's do a preview of that. I'm just, my mind's still going crazy about this WNBA stuff, man. It's crazy. That's crazy. But let's, let's go ahead and transition the best we can to some of the play, some of the playoff talk. So here we go. Once again to the NBA play-in tournament where this Cavaliers team has kind of captured the hearts of this city. But they have to go through that man and the Atlanta Hawks marketing a three-pointer. Well, that's a pretty good way to start. A terrific start for the Cavaliers. 36 points in the opening period. Another rejection. Here comes LeVert. Alley-oop to Mobley. Markkinen leads all scores with 17. Two quarters complete. Ten-point lead for Cleveland. Young way outside. Punch it in. Trey Young launching it from deep. He has come alive here in this third quarter. Trey, another long three. He's got another one. Oh, boy. Here comes Trey. And the Hawks lead 80-79. to 79. Trey Young the drive, left-handed pass, Gallinari up top, Bogdanovich a good look, puts it in, Bogdan Bogdanovich an 11-0 run, a 9-point lead for the Hawks, Young long three-pointer, puts it in, Trey Young from way downtown, the Atlanta Hawks are going back to the playoffs, and they do it with an inspiring comeback on the road, led by Trey Young's 38 points. A beautiful spring night in Southern California. Good evening, everyone, from Los Angeles for the final playing game on the eve of the playoffs. He drives baseline, puts up the top oh, floater. My goodness, from 10 feet, nothing but net. Ingram is feeling it. 217, Ingram's got 14. And the quarter has come to a close, and the visiting Pelicans lead by eight. The fly, and it's flushed by Nance. What an imprint Nance Jr. has had off the bench here. Then halftime is here. And a one-time Clipper deficit of 16 is down to 10 at the half. It's been all Clippers to start this third quarter. No Pelican in sight on that uncontested three by Jackson. The Clippers can take their first lead since early first quarter. Jackson right to left, dancing on McCollum, drive the middle into the paint to the rim, lays it up. Oh, he got it! Counted in a foul! 25 to 2 run for the Clippers. And the third quarter is come and gone, and the Los Angeles Clippers outscore the New Orleans Pelicans the last 13 minutes, 43 to 18. Bring it in. Took the best punt. It's a 10-point game going in the fourth quarter. Okay? Get your freaking heads up. This is what we live for. This is what we worked hard for. Okay, we ain't giving it up. We are not freaking giving this up. You gotta freaking fight. You gotta fight. Kick it to CJ, right wing three. We're tied up. There you go. Christian James McCollum, bucket getter. It goes out to McCollum who got by man and hits the shot. 
four-point lead by the Pelicans on a 24-7 run. It's outside. Murphy, three. Good! It bounces in! What a lucky bounce! Right through seven-point Pelican lead. And the Pelicans are going to win it! The Pelicans are going to the playoffs! Man, the NBA play-in seemed to be a success this year, man. It was awesome. Zay immediate reaction to the play-in. Man. Man, that's that's my immediate reaction. Like, great basketball is played in all of these playing games, man. Um I was just I was I was eating it up, bro. Like the plan is like just an intro to playoff hunger. And I feel like I was watching game seven, you know what I mean? Like trying to get to the next round, trying not to go back home. Um, yeah. It was it was legit, bro. Like watching that Cleveland game, Oof. even like Minnesota and uh, who did they play? Minnesota and uh, LA. Right, like seeing Anthony Edwards and D'Angelo like step up, and then you know these other games for the eight seed, legit. CJ McCollum going crazy, bro. Like it, it was. I I love this. I I, I like this so far. Um, this has been, I think we've had the plan what maybe two years now, one or two years. Yeah. This is the two, best three. version yeah. of the plan I've seen thus far, hmm. for sure. These were like the best playing games so far. For sure. It was awesome. It's been awesome to see. You also had like the Hawks and the Hornets. Spurs and Pelicans. And Pelicans beating the Spurs and yeah. It was it was some good games. It was really good. So I guess you agree that the playing is still a good idea. So far. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's good, man. Um, and like I said, like I think we talked about earlier, the East was pretty competitive this year with a lot of teams like going down mm-hmm. into the you know tenth, eleventh seed, still like above or at five hundred. Yeah. And you know everybody, everyone had a legit chance to make it. It did. Um, mm-hmm. I think as far as this year, there was a lot of uh, good competition. You know what I mean? Like with. With seeing Lamelo and them, and and you know the Hornets, a young franchise that everybody wants to like see and, and see them grow, and, and Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, all those guys, great. But uh, that was my to me that was the most disappointing game. But I, I was glad they got a chance. You know what I mean? Like it, it makes it a little more. Yeah. Did did you hear about what happened to the Hornets before that game? Oh, the uh, stuck in traffic. Had yeah. To walk. yeah. They had a walk. Do you think that impacted the game at all? Because that game was really disappointing. I was hoping to be a little bit more competitive. It, it, no, that was that was the most disappointing. I was, I was hoping to be more competitive. I was really hoping that would be more competitive. But I wonder. I don't know if they had anything to do with it. I don't know. I guess at the same time, no excuses. I mean, I well, the, my question to that is: Were they walking like miles, or were they walking? Oh, I'm like. 10 minutes from the I arena. Don't I don't like, know. That's the thing. We don't know. I have no clue. 
I, I mean, if if it was like legit, like a mile over a mile and a half, mm-hmm. okay, maybe because that's that's probably in Atlanta, thirty forty minute walk, depending on you know where you're at. Um, but still, these guys are NBA players. I, I don't really think that I would count the the traffic and having to walk as a as a reason they lost. I, I feel like there are a lot more reasons, but right. Um, Good point. That was strange. I, I I wanted that to was it a factor in how they played, but I, I I don't really feel like it would be that much of an issue. These guys have to run. 48 minutes playing basketball so i would assume they could walk good point. a mile or whatever but hey I very good point man very good point so uh so yeah i think a couple years in i think it's still a good idea i think it's ironic again how some people thought it was a bad idea but seemed like they wanted to get in there and you know succeed and use Say it, what to, their, just, use, use it to their advantage <laughs> <laughs> but they couldn't couldn't even get into the play-in uh this is my other question though if you make the play-in but you lose do you still consider that a successful season for example like the hornets or the spurs the clippers no, no. do they still have successful seasons like it can't even say that is a play in even still the playoffs like it's it's like that's that's a good question do you consider the play in a part of the playoffs or is like what i think the play in is uh is it really playoff basketball i think it's an intro to the playoffs it lets you know, like, okay, we're about to get... Is it the playoffs, though? I mean, technically, no. But I feel like it's the environment. It's go home. Want to go home, yeah. Want to go home. So I, I kind of consider it playoff-style basketball, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I, I, I feel like with the play-in, it, it it just brings that edge out of out of these teams. And I probably wouldn't consider it successful to make the play-in, but it depends on that organization's goal as a whole. Like the Clippers, I feel like this is this point because yeah, yeah. Obviously, Paul George went down injury and couldn't play in the last game, and Kawhi's been out all year. His ACL tear. Yeah, and Paul they had a. He had have the safety protocols. Doesn't the protocols. Yeah, so that's why he couldn't play. So for them, I feel like it's a it's a disappointment, and it's it's not really a disappointment in the fact that they lost, but because they fell so far down because of injury, because they that's that's an organization that I feel like has championship aspiration compared to the Pelicans who had a you know not so great start, mm-hmm. but turned it around. CJ McCollum comes and he's he's balling out, wow. and. Now they have a, you know, they have a legit chance to make the playoffs, which, you know, it doesn't happen as often for that team. Mm. So I feel like it's, it, it depends on the team, but I wouldn't consider making the play-in as a success. I agree with you. It depends on the state of that team. If the team is in rebuilding mode, but you make the play-in, I think that's successful. If you're a team that's... uh currently in a contending situation you make the plan and you lose it's a failure of a season 
So I agree with you. The, the Clippers start out the season with championship expectations and to at least make the playoffs. So, yeah, that's kind of a failure. The Spurs, we weren't really thinking too much of them, honestly. Uh, shout oh. out to DeJounte Murray. Um, he had a great season. He had a good season. Yeah. He really did. All-star. Uh, but overall, team-wise, they're still in rebuilding mode ever since Kawhi. Still trying to figure out what the yeah. team is at that core. Um, I hope Pop is still – apparently the report is that he's still, he can still potentially coach there again. But I don't know. We'll see what Pop decides. It's going to be weird to not see Pop – to not see him on the sideline at some point, I, I get it. Yeah, but it's just it's it's strange. He's been, I don't know, since I was born, I've seen Coach Bob coach. Basically, <laughs> basically weird. man, this man been coaching yeah. our lives, man. Yeah. But um, so yeah, I think I agree with you in that case. But I don't. It's it's technically is not a playoff. It's not the playoffs. We call it a play in. It's it's, it's separate from the playoffs. It's basically an extra regular season game to see if determined to if you're qualified for the playoffs. That's basically so you, what it you, is. You think with that the, the plan should be cut out? No, 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 no. It's a good. It's a good. Okay. So I'm telling you why I think it's good. It's good because these teams are actually competing to like either avoid the play-in or to get into the play-in. Because you right. want to avoid the play-in so you can get more rest. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, my my only gripe with it was that I feel like if you're if you're like a seven seed, you shouldn't have to play in the plane. I feel like seven is fine. I feel like if you're eight, nine, ten, eleven, okay, that's fine. I think seventh is good enough to like yeah, you deserve to actually have a spot. Eighth is literally the bottom tier, so you should compete. I get that. So I think overall is good. That's my only gripe with it. I don't think seven seed. Structure wise, you would change it up a little bit. Structure wise, I would change it a little bit, and to make sure they get enough rest before they start the uh, the the playoffs. But it could be an advantage because you know you're you're still warmed up, and this other team was off. So I don't know. I was just trying to give them a little bit more rest before they play too. Although uh, they give them a little rest now, but I would give them a little bit more. So, yeah, that, that, that's what I would do. But overall, great idea. Definitely had that March Madness feel, one and done. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I definitely keep the playing in. And we'll see what Adam Silver does about because the main issue now is low management. A lot yeah. of players are low managing this season. And um, we got to figure out. And Adam Silver spoke recently about potentially. No, they had they had to address that. That's a major issue they have to address. Either through maybe a tournament in the regular season. I'm not sure how that's gonna go. You gotta have I something. Don't. Uh, you have to have something really good to like motivate them to even play in the regular season tournament when there's a playoffs. Right. And like I don't, I don't understand what would be. I've I've heard about this midseason tournament for like the past couple of years, and yeah. I I just don't. It seems like they'd be really working. Would be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. They're supposed to be really working on this offseason, I think. Yeah. Especially because of what happened with the low management thing. And uh, got to think about what happened with 
I'm scared for some of these players, man, because what happened this season, I don't know what's going to happen with the CBA when the next one rolls around because it's Ben Simmons miss and this James Harden fiasco and, yeah. like, Zion stuff. Like, they, the CBA is going to get changed. Yeah, because it's some of these players' actions. I'm wondering what that's going to look like. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to see what that's going to look like. But back to the playing, still a good idea. We'll see what the NBA does. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and uh, react to some of the playoffs, man. We already had some games going on today, right? So far, I know that for Dallas, Luka was out. Uh, so you know Utah won. But although it turned out to be kind of a close game towards the end there, right? Yeah. Um, the Timberwolves beat the Grizzlies today. So they need to see this right yeah. now. <laughs> that, that was very interesting. Um, beat the Grizzlies at home. That's that's crazy. So, oh, yeah. So that's, that's very interesting. So they, they off to a good start with a real win. Uh, the Sixers, I, I kind of predicted. I knew they'd probably win Game One. Uh, they won that one pretty handily, and right now we got the Nuggets and Warriors going on. It's halftime as of right now. Uh, Warriors lead, fifty-eight to the Nuggets, forty-seven. And, mm. uh, and Steph so, is back too. Yeah, Steph is back now. I think. Yeah, yeah. Steph. Steph is back. That that was a question if he'll be back or not. So yeah, he's playing. He played off the bench tonight. So, by the way, having Steph Curry does you wonders. So looking at this bracket right now, um, we'll, we'll go to this like series by series, real quick. We'll, we'll uh, let's start with the let's start the West. We'll, we'll do some quick takes on these. Okay. All right, we we'll do some quick takes. Just so basically, you think we'll win the series? Uh, quick takes. So let's go ahead and start. All right, Pelicans and Suns, what are you thinking? You know what I'm thinking. All right, what you I'm thinking? Going, I'm going to say Phoenix Suns, um, best team in the league. Yep, sure. I'm going to say I'm, I'm say Phoenix and five. Just be safe. I, I don't Yay. I don't feel like Phoenix I don't feel like New Orleans can take them over. Can win t- twice in that series, honestly. And there's no disrespect to them. Um, CJ McCollum, Brandon Ingram, love those guys. Yeah, love yeah. watching them hoop. But yeah. you got Michael Bridges out there locking down on the wing, the floor general in CP3, MVP caliber player in Devin Booker, not to mention DeAndre Aiden, giving you size, good minutes down low in the post. I, I don't see them coming out of that. So. Okay. Hey, well, Zion's coming back. He's doing 360s and uh, uh looking good. Zion's not playing. Like, Zion, Zion's not. Right, he's right. not playing. <laughs> it's just bad. I know he ain't coming back. I'm just talking. It's nice to hope, though. It's nice to see him. He ain't either. coming back. He shouldn't nah. be doing that right now, honestly. He, he should I, not be doing that. People yeah. are people are upset about that, too. Yeah, like, we, that. We, we can get into that another time, too, man. That was, yeah. You should not be doing that. But, uh, I, but yeah, overall, I agree with you, Phoenix. Uh, I'll give him five as well. I almost really expect the ones to do it. But Willie Green, shout out to him as a coach, man. Mad respect. Love, love, love Willie Green, man. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. All right, so I'm going to take Dallas and Jazz first. I know Luca was out due to, like, calf strain. Uh, it depends on Luca's health. 
if he comes back in the series, I, I definitely like the Mavericks over the Jazz, just because I don't believe in the Jazz no more. <laughs> no, I, I it's, it's hard I to. Don't, I don't. I don't. They, they. They. I forgot what game it was. They lost in the regular in the regular season. It was like, how did you lose with the playoff implications? Implications, you know. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I forgot what team they lost to. But I was just shocked that they lost because I was just, I was so sure they were gonna win that game. Anyway, um, I'm, 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 not, I'm not. I'm not. I, I give. I give the Jazz a couple games. I say Mavs in six. If Luca comes back in time, if he doesn't come, if he's out another game, Mavs in seven. Hmm. So, yeah. I was. I watched the game today with the Mavs and Jazz. It, it turned. It turned um, out to be close still, though. It was close. It's still but close. I don't. I don't see. I agree with you. It, it all depends on Luca. If Luca is there, they they win it. And they, like, they, and, they will. Luca, it looks like at least eighty percent. I'm good. I take Luca. If he if he returns in this game or the next, I mean the next game or the game after that, mm-hmm. they have a chance. Like either, right? I'm just hypothetically saying like he's going to return for game three, right? right? I'll say that the Mavs are going in seven. In that, uh, I feel like mm-hmm. Utah will have the advantage to that point because Donovan Mitchell. May respect for him, yeah, but he bought yeah, out second half. But like, they just yeah. don't. I don't know what what it is with the Jazz. They just don't, don't do that. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Just show me. But if, but I'll say this. I'll differ from you on this one. Like, if okay, so. if he's not back, if he's not able to come back, I don't. I, I feel like he is. But if he's not able to, I think the Jazz have a legit chance. At of winning. course. Listen, the Jazz lose and Lucas doesn't come back. Hmm. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm talking. I'm, I'm, we gonna have a conversation about the Jazz. Yeah. They lose with no Luca. Yeah, we gonna have a conversation. All right, next one. I'll let you take it. The next one will go state and Nuggets. Remember, go states up in halftime right now. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I hadn't really got to watch sit and watch this game. Right. But um, if Steph is is Steph, if he's like eighty percent. Mm-hmm. The Warriors for sure. Um, I'm still gonna say the Warriors. I'm gonna say Warriors and six. Warriors and six for this one. Okay. No disrespect to the reigning MVP Nikola Jokic, but he just doesn't have enough fire power to take on the Warriors. No, he doesn't. And don't know what the Nuggets can win if if. if the Joker just balls out every single game to just give him a chance because, granted, Golden State is healthier because they're well, all they're out. They're only, they're only started. They're out is a uh, Wiseman, basically, and Curry's day to day. So, um, but for the Nuggets, uh, Michael Porter maybe still out for a minute, and Jamal Murray, of course, he's been out the whole season. Yeah. So it's tough. And those are key players. So I don't know. It's tough to see. It, that's the only way they got a chance. But otherwise, yeah, I'm going with the, with the Warriors. But how many games did you give them? I said Warriors and six. Warriors and six. I give. I can give Joker in two games, too. I agree with you. I agree with you there. All right, let's look at the next one. <clears throat> I take the first one on this. The uh, Grizzlies and the Timberwolves, oh. man. 
it's kind of so previously i'm thinking grizzlies all day but after the results of today the wolves are hungry the, the wolves are, are out here man they, the they're, wolves are they're, hungry. they're ready man i'm i was surprised oh yeah see the results of this game it's man oh this this one cat posterizing people man um JJJ has some he has some good defensive efforts out there. Like at least seven blocks. Uh, I'm not sure what he ended with. I gotta look again. But man, it is tough. That's gonna be a good series. That, that's gonna be a better series than I thought. Yeah. Legit. And, and it's and it's tough. I, I like the Grizzlies. They need to win. They need to win the series. I think overall, Memphis is more talented. I think overall yeah. they're more talented. So I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna go with the Grizzlies oh. even though they did lose in a pretty crazy it's definitely a blowout. It was a blowout. Yeah, Minnesota they, took off in the second half. They did. They took off. It was definitely an upset. It was definitely an upset. And you don't have no major injuries as the Grizzlies. There's no excuses. You're at home. You got at least you got at least win. Like like the Timberwolves did their job. The the job of the road team is to at least get a split. And they got the split already. Yeah. So the the Grizzlies gotta come out in game two and play hard. So yeah. I'm, I'm still gonna ride with the Grizzlies right now. So I'm gonna give the Grizzlies now. I see it's gonna be seven game series right now. Right now. I agree. Uh, with I was thinking six you. or seven, uh, but I'm definitely going with seven. So I'm going Grizzlies in seven. I agree with that. I, I, I still think that the Grizzlies are the better overall team. Yeah. But I'm not gonna count out Anthony Edwards. I'm not gonna count out Cat, D'Angelo. Like those guys are legit. And. No doubt. While they, you know, may have made the play in this year, I feel like in the next year or two, they'll be legit playoff threats pretty much throughout, you know, throughout their careers. But uh, like you said, they came in and did what they had to do, got the split. Anthony Edwards was fantastic. And I think that if if they, if Cat just plays the right way, they, they can legit have a chance. But I'm, I'm going Grizzlies over them. I just... I hate when Cat is like posting up at the top of the three-point line. I'm like, get down low so you can, you know, easily easier have an easier position to get to the basket. But they legit. Um, but I'm going Memphis. John Morant. I, I feel like they won't be able to really stop him. Like no one can really stop him. It just depends on if the rest of the guys are, are have it going. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, we're on the same page right there. So let's go ahead and go to the next one. So yeah, you agree with the, the Grizzlies in seven? Yes, Grizzlies in seven. Okay, cool. Let's make sure. Cool. All right, let's go ahead and transition to the east now. So, um, oof. Let's go ahead and start with your heat. And the Hawks. <laughs> the oh, real yeah, Hawks, man. The real hot Hawks. I'll just take this one first. 
you know, Hayden four. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. My Heat are gonna have to compete because Trey Young is no joke. I'm not gonna lie, he's no joke, man. Um, I, I have us winning for sure. I'm not sure how many games, but I hope it's as you know, with few losses, as few losses as possible. Uh, but like as a safety, I'm gonna say Atlanta's pretty good at home. I think they can get there. I, I think they can get two at home. We I want us to go ahead and you know bust them in the mouth going into it, but I'm I'm gonna say they get two at home, so I'm gonna go heating six. Okay, heating six. I I respect where you went with it. I respect where you went with it. I had to I had to give give Trey on give Lucas some credit. Yeah, because the Hawks are good, man. The Hawks are good. We gotta give them the credit. Uh, I don't see the house winning. <laughs> I was surprised you went with like six. I'm going Heat and five. Really? Yeah, man. I don't see. Nah. I like overall. I think your squad is uh, better defensively, and you guys. And I think you guys have a better coach as well. Uh, then that matters. Uh, you have someone that can actually guard Trey Young. No, 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 no stock on no. I mean, I'm not trying to. I'm, I'm missing. I'm missing the words here. No offense. That's the word. No offense to the Cavs. No offense. No offense to the Cavaliers, man. But like, come on. The Heat have some. Y'all have some. A lot of a lot of good defenders that can defend Trey Young, and your defensive yeah. mindset is like better, and your defensive philosophy is better. So, I believe you guys will do a really good job defending Trey Young. If you stop Trey Young, you got a chance right there. So, yeah. I, 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 I'm giving Trey one. I give Atlanta one. Uh, this is no knock on Atlanta. I like Atlanta offensively. I like them too. They'll be good. Offensively, they're awesome. I just need a little bit more on defense. Yeah, a lot. Well, I don't say a lot more on defense, but so that's where I'm at. I'm I'm going Hawks and not Hawks. Heat in five. Heat okay. in five. Welcome to the team, man. <laughs> I mean, hey, I'm I'm just doing my job right now. What I'm thinking. All right, so next up we got Philly and Toronto. Philly and Toronto. Um, Philly won today. Major blowout. I'm saying Philly and four. This is sweet. What you thinking? You want a sweep? I'm going to sweep, bro. They, you got James Harden, Joel and B. Nah. Nah. Go. What you, what, what you thinking? I'm going number four. Uh, I'm gonna give Toronto a little respect, man. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Philly and five because I, I think that James Harden has not really been the James Harden that we expected to see um, this this entire season, really. But I think that Pascal Siakam and those guys are going to come out and play hard one time in their home floor. And, you know, I, I think they can secure a win at home. That's why. But Joel Embiid is obviously gonna be a monster. Like that's 
to that's, me. And that's honestly my main factor. Like, they don't have anyone to stop Joel and beat. Double team, triple team. You defend and stick with me. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 gonna be hard to stop Joel and B. He can do everything, so I, I doubt that they have the size, the length to to stop him. To they can slow him down, even, but they, they're not gonna stop him from getting thirty a game, almost. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm going with uh, I'm going to sweep, and you're giving them at least one game. One, uh, yeah, it's it's a sweep. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sweep, in my opinion, man. Respect the Raptors, though. It just um, the matchups is bad. It's not good. Interesting, yeah. interesting one right here: Milwaukee and Chicago. What you thinking? Uh, what you thinking? What you thinking? Ah, uh, this one I don't want. I had such high hopes for the Bulls with DeMar DeRozan. Called him MVP midseason yep. or whatever point in the season was when we talked about that. But as of late, uh, they've had a lot of injury issues. A lot of them. And the Bucks are defending champions. I'm going to say mm, Milwaukee for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh I'm gonna say Milwaukee in five. Man, you're, you're being too nice to these teams, man. Come on. <laughs> oh wow. Oh. So, so you thinking a sweep with this one? Hold on, hold on. Let me hold on. Let me. Let me. Let me, let me. I think the the Rosen and right. if it means, so know. listen, my Lonzo's out. Right. Lonzo's out, and that's a really good contributor to what you guys do. Okay. All right. Let me say this. Okay. You know what? I'll be gracious too. I'll be gracious too. I'll give Chicago one. <laughs> one. But I would not be surprised if they get swept. Because, like, I feel like Milwaukee has a switch, and I have such huge respect for Giannis, man. So, you gotta, you, so you gotta try your best to contain Giannis, and uh, the team has. That championship pedigree now. They know what that's like. They tasted it. They know what they need to do. It's going to be tough for a team like Chicago that's kind of young in the playoffs again, you know? They're just starting to experience what it's like to be in the playoffs again. Um, My answer would probably be a little bit different and Lonzo was healthier because Lonzo himself is a good defender. He's a good two-way player, and how he can facilitate the offense. It's it's gonna be a lot. The only way I can see Chicago potentially even winning the series is Demar has to step up huge, and I mean huge. Like, um, I don't need to see. We don't need to see Toronto, DeRozan. You know, not yeah. Toronto DeRozan against LeBron. We don't need to see that. We oh. see a, a, a huge step. Like the Rosen plays well, I believe this would be a huge step up for him as a player. It will solidify him on like what tier he should be on. Yeah, it will solidify that for me. So, I, so I hope that's the only way they can win, man. But the Rosen has to ball out. 
Zach is gonna have to show up in the big way. That's the only way. Cause otherwise, I, I don't see them really stopping Giannis or containing Giannis. I don't see them. Uh, the Milwaukee has so much support and pieces that really fit. Yeah. So it's tough. It's tough. Especially if you don't have your starting point guard. So I'll yeah. give him one game. I'll give him one game. Just be gracious. Uh, I agree. I think, uh, like you said, for DeRozan, this is going to be a big test as far as what kind of player he is. And we've seen it. We saw it this year. He, he hit a bunch of clutch shots. He did. Throughout. Like he was, he was one of the most clutch players this year. But when you're talking about Milwaukee, you got Giannis, a defensive player of the year caliber type player. You got Drew Holiday on the wing, guarding these guys, locking them down. First team all defense type dude. They have legit length and size. And I think Lopez is back too. So I, I feel like he can score. He can he can be Debo like he was in the regular season. But can he do that in a in a series with Milwaukee going up against the guys like Giannis on the wing and and Drew Holiday checking him? I don't know if he's I don't know if he is able to secure a win every night like that with these type of guys going up against him every night. But I think that he plays well. Um, mm-hmm. But it's I don't I don't know if it's going to be enough to overcome that. I, I really don't see that happening. I but I'll be surprised. I, I I hope he does well because I like Demar Derozan a lot, and I'm I'm glad to see him back and in, into the all-star light again this year but mm-hmm. it's hard when you got milwaukee especially in the first round like ah, it's gonna be tough yeah it's gonna be tough all right final one for final prediction for today we got boston and the nets best for last man oh. i am loving this one now. ah I'm gonna let you go first, man. I'm gonna, oh, you gonna put me on the spot like well, that? Well, all right. I mean, like, I'm. Uh, <laughs> this is tough. This is this is a tough one. All right, I'm gonna. I'll, 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 I'll go ahead. Let me. Let me. <laughs> it's, it's my turn anyway. I'll go ahead. So listen. We know that the Nets preseason aspirations are championship. All right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kyrie, uh, he can play in New York again. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. They was lifted. He can play home games again. That's awesome. I'm gonna go out on a limb here though. This this team has been balling. Oh, they're they're, they're, they're tops in defense and I, offense. I think you go this go this Maybe route. Doka <laughs> is a, <laughs> turned out to be a good coach. <laughs> You got these boys playing. <laughs> um, this is an unpopular pick. <laughs> I know it is. I'm gonna get some backlash, but Uh-oh. I see this being a seven-game series. If we go seven games, and we know who has a home court advantage, number one, which is Boston, that's that. That plays a factor. Yeah, Jason Tatum's been balling. Jimmy Brown's been balling. Defensively, they found something that's working. I have a huge amount of respect for the Celtics. Yeah. They are out here. 
And I, I see him winning. I see him winning. Because uh, it'll be different if Ben Simmons was actually playing. If he was playing and uh, he was getting some reps and he was back to form, okay. I'll be really, I will really don't, I will really not know because Ben Simmons is a great defender. Defense player can't defense player to get candy last year, but because yeah. you don't have Ben Simmons, Joe Harris I think is still out for the Nets. Yeah, he's still out for he's out for season. So, uh, yeah, I think I think the Celtics can do it. I don't think the Celtics in seven. Do you really believe that? Yep, I'm sticking with it. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. Uh, Kyrie's gonna get booed all day in the bar in the garden. All day, every time he touches the ball, it's gonna get booed. Man, this is a tough series. This is this is tough. And this is gonna be good. I like I like Tatum and Brown. That's a great young duo. Yeah. Um, but I think I have to go the opposite way. All right, all right. I, I, go, go on. I'm gonna go. Reasons. I'm gonna go Brooklyn. Okay, give me reasons, real quick. Brooklyn is seven. I'm gonna believe you though. Hold on. Go, go ahead. Give me a reason. Okay. I I agree. Like Boston since January has been on a tear. Like I I I really want to root for them. But on the other hand, KD. And Kyrie, just that's it. That that is like I, I as much as I love the young duo and, and Tatum and Brown, that duo is still like they got to get to that level. And those two are just capable of going off. And mind you, while you know we we talk about KD and Kyrie all the time, whatever. I'm I'm not even like factoring Ben Simmons in. If Seth Curry can give you three to four threes, Drummond is crashing the boards, you know, making his presence felt in the paint. They Claxton comes in, gets some boards. Bruce Brown, who's been magnificent for them, plays, does his 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 role, yeah. a, you know, a guard in the role, and he's making plays. Mm-hmm. Like if he is able to be legit on both sides, they have a they have a good chance over boston like i'm I'm taking brooklyn over them for that reason and when it comes to boston's defense yes mark is smart we know how great he is on defense uh perimeter can can pretty much match up with anyone but they lost robert williams which is a huge blow for them and i just legitimately don't see anyone like marcus smart is good on defense Jalen Brown, great defender, but are you gonna st- are you gonna stop Kevin Durant for a seven game series? Are are you gonna legit not give him? Is he? Are you gonna keep him? Hold him on under twenty five for seven games? I don't think so. And then Kyrie, if he doesn't go for over twenty two a game, you still have so much potential within the team. I, I I just think that there's still just too much star power when it comes to Brooklyn, along with if as long as Bruce Brown plays his role well, they can legit beat anyone. 
Okay. I think Kaylee had a conversation about this on the podcast. On, I can't remember which one right now. But he was talking about how they're playing them. Old Man and Three. Oh, so. They probably was that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how they were playing them. He was talking about how they were just letting them get the buckets. Right? Just keep letting them score. Yeah. And, you know, I think they, they still they lost that game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's I think I think there's a key in there. As long as you uh, got to make a choice, you can't. It's hard to start both. Yeah. Uh, I, I, but I do think uh, the Celtics have the personnel that's capable of, like, defending if they need to, like, one-on-one if they need to. Like, I feel like they have personnel that can do it. Potentially, I'm not saying they can't lock him up. It's hard to lock Kyrie down one on one or Kevin Durant one on one. It's gonna be a team effort. I think Boston is a better team than the Nets as a team. I think Boston has a better coach than the Nets coach. Steve Nash, great NBA player. I I think I don't think he's a I don't think he's that great of a coach right now, man. I think Ime Odoka is a better coach. I think that plays a factor as well. How much buy-in do you have in the locker room? Right? Uh, I think that matters. Like, for real. Do you, like, yeah, I'll go right there. Do you think Steve Nash is a better coach than Ime Odoka? It's hard to say. Is this Odoka's uh, first Yeah, hit, first. first so, so, we can, so we can compare. First year, first year. Well, this is Nash's, what, second year? Is it? He started last year, remember? He did? I forgot. Yeah. That's how... That's not... I know. All right, fine. Compare. I don't care. Compare it still. I mean, I'm going to say that Udog is probably the better coach. All right. That's, that's one. That's one. That's one. That's but, one right there. And I, I'll agree with you. I'll agree that Boston overall has, like, a, a better team. But... I think chemistry-wise, they're a better team. Like they have, they mm-hmm. know it, everyone knows their role. Whereas in Brooklyn, you have two superstars, and you have a lot of pieces, but they don't really know how to work. But oh, they know how. They, they don't. They don't have the same type of relationship as the guys in Boston. But what I think when it comes to Brooklyn is that those those guys can still go off. Like I said, like you still have Seth Curry, who's a lethal shooter. You still have drama, who's a pick and roll lob threat at the basket, mm-hmm. and guys that they aren't playing like Blake Griffin, Lamarcus Aldridge. I think we'll probably get some legit minutes at some point in the series that they can still throw in there. Um, Bruce Brown, like I, I feel like they just have that slight talent edge, even though Boston may have the more, I guess, familiar roster or team. But yeah, this one I, I'm it's I'm I'm like barely above the edge for for Brooklyn. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah, I was about to say I, I want to give it to Boston because I feel like they've been great. Like January, they went on a crazy run, mm-hmm. like for real. But it's uh, it's hard to it's hard to 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 vote against KD like and Kyrie, legit Kyrie. Like he, they both like. Did you see the playing game? Like. Mm-hmm. He missed what two shots? Yeah, it's, I saw it's, it's, and, and that was a game after uh, a lot of talk about him taking more shots than 
KD and you know you remember all that backlash he got. So, yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was cool how he stepped up and like was so efficient. So. And he was fasting that day too. That was crazy too. Oh, like, he, he, yeah, he was fasting that day. He, he still went off. So, I'll, I, I, I think I. So there's a reason why you think it's gonna be seven games. So you know that this team is tough. So you're already right there uh, as as the Celtics to choose the Celtics. I, I'm, like they have like this much of an edge over the Celtics. That's so, that's why. So, like so, I, I legit yeah. wouldn't mind going with Boston, but it's just KD. Okay. I can't. I, I just can't so, like. So, so your main that. thing is KD, right? I, and yes, to your point, so, I know what you're so, about to say. So, about you, know, you know what I'm about to say? Letting so, KD do him and lock down the rest of the team. Yes. That's cool, but I'm not. I'm not, I'm not even going there. Remember what happened okay. last year? Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. KD was there. Milwaukee didn't have a, a like. I know Milwaukee has Giannis, and Giannis is a superstar, but it's like. Talent-wise, people would say the Nets had a better talent, right? But the Milwaukee right. still won. They had better defenders. Okay, in and I think and I think Boston has better defenders. But he has Kyrie now. He had James so, Harden. James Harden was one hundred percent. He was True, hurt. True, he wasn't. But like, come on. All right, I give you that one. I give. It's you not that the same. One. I, I, I get one. it. Like, I give you that one. I don't think Boston is at the level of, you know, defensive strategy as, as Milwaukee. They don't have, they have legit defenders, but do I think Tatum is going to lock up KD? No way. Do I think Jalen Brown is going to completely lock down Kyrie? No way. Like, I, 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 I say that he'll make it tough on him. Like, j- those two matchups are going to be interesting. But yeah. who else Who else can really legit legitimately match up with KD besides Tatum that's at that Three slash four spot, and they don't have oh, yeah, their rim protector right. because he's injured. Right. That's it. Smart that's is, it. you know, he's gonna. That's it. Smart is gonna like rotate onto them, and he'll yeah. he'll make some plays, obviously, but he's not he's not completely stopping them. There, that's the the superstar factor in those two alone is better than Boston's current team defense in my opinion and, and that's why i have to give it to them even if like you said they you shift the focus to shutting out everyone else K, kd can get his 50 whatever Kyrie can Kyrie is still going to be a, a a big factor in this one because he didn't have that last year going into boston well now i think he had him in boston but he milwaukee got hurt so i just thought about something you remember what Bruce Brown said in that post game interview? <laughs> you remember what KD said? <laughs> yeah. y'all, y'all don't know. Bruce Brown was like, oh, since Robert Rule is out, all we got to do is attack the paint, <laughs> attack dice. That's it. And KD was like, man, why are you talking? I'm paraphrasing, of course, right? But KD was saying, like, <laughs> just, just go hoop, man. You don't need to talk. So, and me, I'm like, you are already going to like a territory. Right, the last thing you need to do is boost these guys up. I just remember that. So Boston has increased like venom now because oh y'all talking. <laughs> oh y'all don't think we can do this? I would not be surprised if they lock down the paint now just because of what Bruce said. I should have got like for me, it's not individual. 
like all, all joking aside right now it's not just an individual defense i'm not saying there's not one person in the world that can lie down kd but i do believe they can have the best team effort to lock them down it'll take a team effort and i think boston can do it i think they can do it especially with the added venom from bruce brown's comments yes i think they can do it i think they can do it man i'm, I'm riding i'm riding on the boston Celtics, bro and this first game is going to say a lot boston needs to secure these two home games for sure if they split, I'm going to go the other way completely. I'm going to say Nets and six. If they, lose the, if they lose the first game, I'm going to go the other way completely. But, like, but yeah, man, they got to win these first two games. They got to they have to keep the home court advantage. If they lose it, get it back. They yeah. have to do it. But I'm sticking with the Boston and seven, though. Well, me and Lavaris are saying Nets. So, I'm going Nets and seven. Shout out to Lavaris. Thank you for joining in. All right. Um, I I I'm I'm still I'm sticking with the Nets, man. Um I feel like right. I, I I think it's I think it's a legit seven game series. I, I it's gonna be it gotta be a seven game series. If it's not, I'll be disappointed as a fan. As just a basketball fan. This it's the ultimate basketball. test, man. J- Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are like the the next up, you know what I mean? They are, but they got a lot to, like this could be it. This could be it right here. They got a lot to prove, and they can one. go to that. They can go to that next level if they, because they made the playoffs consistently since they've been in the league. Now is your chance to do something here. Yeah, and don't take. No, I don't think they'll take the opportunity lightly. I think they can do it. I really I do. So. I really do. So the last topic for the day for us is these NBA award races, man. It's been a really, really good season. A really good season. But we're going to give you guys our picks for these um, and who we think will win. Right? So, let's go ahead. Let's get it. So, let's go ahead and start with, uh, I'd say let's start with the regular year first. Okay. Let's let's try to save MVP for the last segment because I think that's going to be the most, like, all right. So, regular year, we got several candidates. Y'all always go, of course, go with Kay Cunningham, number one overall pick. Scotty Barnes is another person that people mention a lot. Evan Mobley for the Cavs as well is another notable name that's listed on a lot of these uh, rankings on the rookie ladder. So, yeah, who are you going with? Who do you think should be rookie of the year? Ah, uh, man. It's been a... I like Evan Mobley and Scotty Barnes. They're really good. Um, solid post game for, for Evan Mobley. Really versatile player. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to just looking like, to me, when you are the rookie of the year, you don't really look like a rookie, in my opinion. And one guy, even though they didn't really have, the team didn't have a great season at all. Uh, <laughs> mm. There's a guy you didn't mention, and Jalen Green. Mm, good point. Yeah. Jalen Green to me. Good point. point. Jalen Green. He looks like he said it himself. He's a bucket. Like he legitimately, legitimately looks like he belongs. Like he's 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 been scoring twenty to thirty points per game 
in the league. Like he, he legitimately can get to whatever spot he can shoot it. Athletic, he's fun to watch, and I think Houston has a a gem in him. And I hope that you know that can build and develop. But I think Jalen Green is the rookie of the year because I don't think any other rookie was doing the things like scoring at the level and and just looking like a poised NBA player. He he still has some growing to do, sure, but when it comes to like his ability to just put the ball in the basket, he's head above shoulders on a lot of these other rookies. Shout out to Kay Cunningham, who to me kind of got off to a uh, slower start, mm-hmm. but he started to, you know, legitimize his his status as number one pick. Um, and like I said, Scotty Barnes doing great things for Toronto, helped them to get to the playoffs. He legit big guy that can handle, get to the rim, he's tough. Evan Mobley, I love his game and he can handle the ball and shoot pretty well for a seven footer, but I'm jo- I'm going Jalen Green. Okay. That's a good pick. Can't, can't argue that, man. Shout out to Jalen Green. He's definitely been balling for the Rockets. Good pick, good pick. Uh, and he had a good point. Rookie of the year is about, like, the future superstar, not so much team success. I was looking at team success as a factor myself. But that's not really fair because rookies, especially a top pick, you're going to a franchise that are honestly terrible in their rebuilding mode. So, uh, so taking the team out of it, who is objectively the best rookie? And he's you have a good argument for Jalen. He is a bucket. I was thinking more like I was thinking about team success at first. I was thinking Evan Mobley. Yeah. His impact with the Cavaliers. That's why I was going with the first, but your argument really like, probably changed my mind. Man, his impact is undeniable though. I, I do like sure. I like him a lot. Like he's gonna be a legit force in the league too. Oh he, he yeah, for sure, for sure. But I think like potential superstar draw. Yeah, I agree with you right there. Uh, Scotty Barnes is a good pickup. I was thinking about him as well, just based on team success again. But overall, like best player, I think it's probably just, you think you're right. It's Jalen Green. Um, I could argue that Jalen Green could have been number one overall pick compared to K. He thought and he should have been. <laughs> I honestly thought he probably should have been, but you know, that's what it is. So, yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Right. We'll see. We'll see if he wins. Shout out to all these rookies, though. Shout out to the rookies, man. Everybody. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go and um, let's go ahead and discuss this defensive player of the year. This is another one that's a little bit tough for me. I don't know how it was for you, but some of your top candidates are almost basically all the players you can think of that do something on defensive end. Yeah, Giannis, of course, he can he can be for you every year. Bam, he had a great season this year defensively. <laughs> and shout out to him. Uh, so many different players. Uh, I think Gobert. You go Bear always every year, for sure. I think who was the? Uh, I just saw who was the block leader. It was Miles Turner, but yeah, Jaron Jackson was up there in the block lead with the block leaders. Uh, Jonathan Murray. Great impact defensive player of the year, uh, Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, 
Mikael Bridges. Mikael Bridges, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's a lot to go with, man. This one's kind of tough for me, but Marcus Smart, another guy too. The Marcus Smart is another yeah. guy. There's a lot of a lot of guys who are well deserving this award this year, but yeah, who are you going with? A lot of great deserving candidates, but uh, I think I have to go with my guy, Bam Adebayo. Mm-hmm, yeah. Here's why. <laughs> Not only can he defend bigs, but he can defend point guards. Bam, in the pick and roll, is not a liability because he can legit switch and defend. Legit defend one through five. On top of being, you know, a rebound leader, getting blocks, steals, being the defensive anchor for the team. I I think he was himself was on the uh, Old Man 3 podcast talking about it. He legit... The team trusts him to be able to like pick up and go like, oh, you know, Bam's been guarding the seven footer who's been trying to bang him all night. Oh, let's put him on the best perimeter player. And they trust him because he's just that good. He can legit keep up with anybody. And I think that's going to be key for the Heat going to the playoffs. So not to be biased, but Bam is my defense player to you. I got you. I got you. Like, I can't hate on any of these picks like this is one of the awards i think is going to be really tough to just narrow down i really do i'm not even sure there's like an even top three like it's tough is that that's that's how tough it is i think it all depends on preference you gotta really think about you gotta really look at stats very closely um the part when i think of defense i think of uh defensive rebounds that's key i think of block steals uh Position defenders, can you do, can you guard perimeter players as well? How do you guard against the post? Uh, to look at who had the best season as a defender. Uh, most of the time, this category, your team has some good success. So team success is also a factor. So I have yeah. no problems with Bam Adebayo. I think he can definitely, he's definitely deserving of the award. Because he meets all those qualifiers. That yeah. I set out, so like he does. So I have no, no complaints with that. Um, this is tough, but this is tough, man. I'm gonna go with the honest though. I'm gonna go with the honest, man. Same reason, uh, team success, he, uh, his length, his speed, his physical attributes, uh. He's another guy that could be up for your war almost every year if you wanted to, along with Rudy Gobert. This is another name you hear every year. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> I think as uh, he can guard all of all the positions basically, he can guard multiple positions. He is definitely one of the defensive leaders on this squad for sure. Um, it's t- Oh, that's tough, man. I'm thinking I'm just going to win y'all. That's just because it's a preference, I guess. It's just a preference, man. I, I cannot knock. I can't come up with any reasons why I would not pick Bam. Right? I can't think of any reasons. Yeah. At all. Like, uh, to be honest, too. I can even I can make an argument for Joel and B if I wanted to. I can make an argument for, like, a lot of these players. It's just basic. It's literally a pick them. And based on the voters, it's just whoever picks 
score against the most votes, basically, because that's how tough this this year's race is to me. But I'm just yeah. gonna be honest. It's it's a big statistical impact, and you know, just team success is a big factor in this one. So it's it's legit can go to anyone, right? Even with like a guy like Rudy Gobert who puts up double digit rebounds and a huge amount of blocks per year, historical defensive years. It just is that weird luck of the draw type award sometimes. Yeah. It's just something. But, uh, yeah. Because Giannis, I mean, I know, of course, points he's doing amazing things with the points, but he's averaging like, let me try to get the right number here. All right, one second. Just no points. He's like in the thirties or something like that. It's just like crazy. Yeah. True two-way superstar. <laughs> Very much so. Uh, let's see here. Here we go. So for this year, yeah, I was right. That's crazy, man. He is. Amazing. All right, so yeah, the, the rebounds is double digits, almost 12 rebounds a game. Uh, sis, I mean, I'm not factoring the sis right now. He at least had one still a game. Blocks, almost one and a half, like all around. It's really good. But I don't know. It's like it's tough, man. I can't, I can't, I can't knock anybody. If you choose whoever, I can't knock it. This is a pick and put out one. Well, come on, you vote for Bam. Vote for Bam, everyone. Oh, yeah, I want my vote for Bam. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. All right, let's go with another one. Who you got for uh, six, man? I think this one's a little bit easier. Hmm, it's easier? Let me hear what you... I, I know who I'm going to pick, but uh, I'm still trying to not sound like I'm biased, if you know what I mean. I don't know. That, but it's, it's a valid pick, though. It's about to pick though. So go, go ahead, man. Go ahead, say it. You already know another. I already know. I member know. of the astonishing Miami Heat. <laughs> Shout out to my boy Tyler Hero, the boy wonder. Yeah, he's and y'all, he's honestly a pick for real. I was thinking Tyler Hero for real. Tyler Hero is oh. legit able to give you thirty off the bench yep. any given night. Honestly, I was thinking Tyler, bro. He broke a few heat records this year, as far as like points off the bench as well, um, averaging about twenty-one per game off the bench. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone that's scoring at the clip that he is. He's scoring starter type points off the bench, and we can always rely on him to get give us like twenty twenty to twenty-five a game easily. Um, I don't think there's anyone that's Mm-mm. been better this year. I, I like um, Jordan Clarkson, but I don't think he's had the type of season he did in previous years. But uh, and the will has been out with injury. Yeah, Jamal Crawford retired. <laughs> yeah, another another person that that was up for the award for me too was uh, Kevin Love. Good season out the men's for the Cavs. Mm, that's, that's a good, good pick good, too. Yeah, he was a good one. And the other one. 
uh, was Cam Johnson for the Suns. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. So, but honestly, I think with all of them, I think Tyler Hero had the most impact off the bench out of those three. So, Tyler Hero for sure. See, like I said, that was gonna be easier, man. Cause like, nah, yeah, nah, it is. It's hard to argue against. Like, yeah, it's Tyler. He just gets buckets, man. It's, it's he does. When it comes down to it, I, I think he just has the the ability to make make shots. And those other guys, I like um, Cam Johnson as well. But yeah, got to go with my boy Tyler. Yeah, I do. And he uh. Like you say, he's just, he just instant bucket getter. He can just get you a bucket. Yeah. So, yeah, I really love that. I'm bucket, proud of man. him. I mean, coming out of that slump last year. Yeah, and especially with that. And then you yeah. have, like, some documentary, too, in the all season. It was like, yeah, it was a – yeah, man, shout out to Tyler, man. I'm glad he found a groove and everything, man. For sure. Yeah. Let's talk about most improved. Most improved. For me, mm. for me, some of the candidates I'm thinking about is is tough between. You got Jonathan Murray, for the Spurs. You got Darius Garland, for the Cavs. Just yeah. about everything he's done with the Cavs this year, and and for, and for a lot of people, John Morant, as well, to be considered yeah. for most improved. Yeah. This is uh, a little tough, but I'm. All right, for me, it's between Dejounte Murray and then I'm going between Dejounte Murray and Private Ja. Hmm. Uh, I'm going between those okay. two, and I'm leaning towards. Uh, most of the time, I'm thinking about most improved is a player that like. When I think of the war, I think of someone who, you know, it was this tier player, and they they literally leveled up to this player, to this tier. We all right. knew. I think last year, I think we all knew John Morant was like superstar like potential. Mm-hmm. So I'm not as surprised that he did this. Yeah, I am surprised about Jontez Murray. So I'm leaning towards him. So there is Garland too. He, it's a close. It's close, but I'm going with Dejounte Murray though, man. I'm going with Dejounte. He uh, he jumped up to like averaging like 20 plus points a game. Yeah, that's a that's a huge jump. A huge jump. Triple and double he, leader for the Spurs. Yep. This year. Yeah, I mean this this dude averaged like nowhere near that in his previous seasons. Like we talking about eight points a game. Or something like that. Yeah. Then to jump up to there. That's 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 improvement. And so yeah. Um Yeah. I'm gonna go with him. Although Darius Garland did improve his shooting shooting wise and scoring. Uh I think overall I think DeJounte I think DeJounte is a better pick. Yeah, who you got? Hmm. These are all this is a tough one for me too. Um, a lot of guys I watched this year just improve their play. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm going to mention an honorable mention that you didn't name. 
Okay. Uh, Miles Bridges was another guy for me mm. that I was watching at the yeah. beginning of the year. Yeah. I was like, this dude, he's not just an athlete. He's not just a dunker. He can shoot. He can yeah, get he to the run. He can handle. He can do all that, man. Like, okay. I, I liked him, but he kind of fizzled off, you know, somewhere in the season. Um, and I like, I like Dejounte Murray a lot. I like his game. I like, you know, that he play he plays the game the right way, the Spurs way. You know what I mean? It's it's cool to see someone from the Spurs get recognized like that. I like Dejounte Murray's game a lot. But I'm gonna op- I'm gonna go the opposite. Ja, like okay. was Ja Ja was legit like to me on that on that path anyway. So I'm not gonna say he's the most approved, but he did improve. He did, and based on my first definition, I was like going to this year, another year. I was like, okay, I can see how that can be for job. But he like, was, he was. I could see him doing it. I, I saw yeah. him like elevating. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, we all could see that. Yeah, but my pick, my pick is is Darius Garland because yeah. I love his game. I just love watching him hoop. Like his his crossover, his speed, his ability to finish, and the jump shot. Like the dude is legit. All star this year. Like I was, I was impressed. I didn't expect, I didn't expect to see this this much improvement from him within, you know, his short career. And he he legitimately looks like one of the best guards in the league right now to me. And I, I think Cleveland, even though they, you know, were eliminated from the play-in, mm-hmm. they'll be better. They'll be better next year. They have him and Mobley. And I, I love how he Jerry weaves Allen through his crossover and just gets to the rim, gets to wherever he wants to really. And yeah. legit, if he, you know. Just keeps working on it. He'll be potentially a top point guard in the league. Mm-hmm. So, there's Garland's probably my pick. Yeah, he's definitely like as far as this year's play. He has I, so I, much. I, I think you could put. I think you legit make an argument for him being least like top ten, top fifteen this year in play. Yeah, at least top ten for sure. I think based on how he was playing. I think I can name. He's on that. He's on that bomb tier right there, ten. But like, yeah, for sure, he had a great season. Great season. Cleveland, I didn't expect to be this good. That and too. That they too. probably would have been better if they had less injuries. Right. Maybe because they were in the mid. They, they were. Though Jerry Allen got hurt. Yeah. So that was the thing. But he come back. If he becomes back healthy, uh, the coach. Uh, shout out to the coach there. As well. Speaking of, yeah, let's go ahead and go to that. Uh, coach of the year. This is a good one. I'm going to go first. I have a solid pick, though, but you can go ahead. Okay. Uh, we were talking about this before. Mm-hmm. And for me, coach of the year is about, you know, if, you, if you're a new coach, especially, you come in and you help improve the team from, you know, potentially making the playoffs or, or not. Mm-hmm. And then there are some coaches that, you know, just – are dominant throughout the throughout the year, and you know, bring their squads ready for each game. Yeah, we got a case for both this year. Honestly. Yeah, um, man, this is this is a tough one too, and I think I'm gonna go. I gotta go, Money Williams. I, I have to go, Money Williams, because Phoenix, from the time he like joined, from the bubble to now, they improved. Tremendously, not only like yeah. before, before even adding Chris Paul, they were on the right trajectory going into the end of the year. Then the next year, 
legit like number one, number two finals parents. And still this year with Devin Booker being out sometime, Chris Paul going out with injury, you know, having miss, missing some of their key guys and still sticking with it, still being number one. And just, you know, seeing how much improvement among each player we've seen. I I, I gotta give the Monty number one in the in the league and still, you know, didn't have all your pieces at one time due to COVID and injury, stuff like that. I got I get I'm going with money. It's it's a hard choice, but there were a lot of good candidates, but I'm going with money. Yeah, I'm just trying to some to some of these other candidates. Uh, Taylor Jenkins for the Grizzlies, definitely a candidate. Oh, JB yeah. Bickerstaff, a candidate for the Cavaliers. Shout out to them. But I'm going Monty Williams. Part of me is because I think you should have got it last year. Yeah. So I don't 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 snub him twice. Go ahead and give the man the award this year. And not only that, the Suns are dominant. In the Western Conference, that is tough. Absolutely. Um, so, and they were dominant the whole year. So, giving them, giving them props for that. Although the Cavaliers came out of nowhere, props to them. Uh, the Memphis Grizzlies to jump as far up as they have to number two seed from where they were last year in the play-in. Yeah. Major props to Taylor Jenkins in this staff, man. But Taylor Jenkins is great. He's young too. Yeah, he is. I, I would love to give it to him, but like you said, money probably should have got it last year, and they still were top yeah. in, in the league this year too. So yeah, they were. I I can't look past that. I I can't. So that's why I have money as a surefire this year. I think he'll actually get it this year. I th- yeah, I think he'll actually get it this year. There's no way to deny it. I mean, he deserves it. He does. It's, it's no, and and not, yeah, I mean, Taylor and JB Bickerstaff deserve it too, but. I mean, you just got to go with the coach of the best team sometimes. And the Suns are. Two years team. in a row, though. Right. Exactly. So yeah. go ahead and give it to him. Go ahead. And um, I feel like this, we cover all of them. So go on to the main one. Last topic of the day, man. Uh, MVP. And we see on your screen is really between these three. Right here. Joe was in that conversation too. <laughs> Who? John Morant was in that conversation too. He was, but all right, he's probably four. But these are really the top three that all these voters are talking about. Mm. So yeah. it's always, honestly, wherever you look at, it's always going to be these three. When they come out with the award later on in a couple months and do that reward reveal, whatever, these are going to be the top three in there. For sure. So you got. So if you got somebody else, that's cool. You can pick them. But yeah, yeah it's they come Joel, out There's much sure. between one of these three. You got Joel Embiid, Giannis, and the Joker, Jokic. So I'm going. I, I'm going to go first. I think. Okay. Don't send me so, a lot of you. <laughs> I right, listen, Joel Embiid, he <laughs> was my pick for the majority of this season. Mm. These okay. past few weeks since that Harden trade, he it hasn't worked out as well, man. For what? Let me let me explain. Let me explain. Okay. He had an opportunity <laughs> against the Bucks. 
to show up and win. Giannis had a block shot at the end of the game, y'all. I think everybody saw that game at the end. He should have done it. If he don't think he probably got it. But that made a statement. That was a statement game. And he lost some. He's lost a little bit for me. Uh, the Joker, the first player to, to do to reach this stat is amazing. What was it like? Two. Well, how many how many points? It was like points, rebounds, and assists. It was it was crazy. He leads his team in points, rebounds, assists, he, and he, he he does. But he reached a milestone for the NBA. I think he's the first player to have at least so many so many points, so many rebounds, so many. Assist. I, I remember. I can't remember what it was. Um, it's not gonna be long for me to find it. I just want to make sure I'm, I'm accurate. So like, yeah, yeah. Here we go. I mean, he yeah, he got like at least two thousand points, one thousand rebounds, and five hundred assists. First time. Oh yeah, yeah, the no. first player to ever do that in NBA history. That's what it was. I was trying to remember the exact stats. Mm. He's played more minutes than Joel Embiid. He's played. He's played more minutes than Joel. Yeah, mm. yeah you can't even think about it. it. Makes sense. He's had to. Based on where yeah. his team is, he, he has his team deals is dealing with a lot more injuries this year. Yeah. Uh. James Harden joined him. I give Embiid credit for keeping his team up in the float, but Ben Simmons being out and that whole Ben Simmons drama, that's mm-hmm. a lot to be credible to be accredited for. But Joker's been dealing with that all year without his team, without his team yeah. fully healthy. So that gives him props as well. I know based on how I'm talking, I'm I'm, I'm going with a certain player, but I'm not. I'm I'm picking Giannis. So listen, Giannis. <laughs> <laughs> listen. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let's listen, let's I, I just made all those arguments for Joker and NB, whatever. Listen. Mm. Giannis is becoming that player that can be in the conversation almost every year. He's becoming that player. And I, for me, all right, he's up there in points, up there in rebounds, assists as well. Like, good. Uh, Absolutely. Um, he, I think he's a better defender than the Joker, because for me the Embiid is out. So for me, I pick between Joker and Giannis. Okay, mm. that's that's my that's my reasoning right now. I think, mm. I think I think Giannis is a better defender than the Joker. Okay, and I'm I think recency recency bias helps as well. Like Joker just won. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think in. Mm, Give it to somebody else too, and I love Giannis's attitude, man. This dude is so humble. Yeah, so humble, man. And he just focuses on the game. I love that attitude, and that's bonus points with me. And, and Joker, and then Joker is a good player as well. Good head on his shoulders as well. Uh, but I, uh, I just have a little bit more respect for Giannis. It's, it's clearly just a. Uh, is a pick'em is like who you like more. This is kind of what the MVP race turned into a little bit too. Who you like more? Who you like better? Mm-hmm. It's kind of what this kind of what it's turned into as well. But the stats, I can support it with stats. Um, out the court, great. Uh, leading your team, leading to a 
a good seed, high seed in the playoffs. That's a factor too. Team's success is a factor. He has all that. And I think he's a better player than the Joker. So that's that's my reason. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. Go ahead. I'm ready. Mm. I'm ready. Go ahead. Tells me this tells me a lot. Okay. What you? All right. Go ahead. No, I'm just playing though. But all right, go ahead. these these are the top three. Obviously, like I think everyone knows, these are the top three candidates for this award. Yeah, but I had to go and, top five. Would be Jai four, and probably DeRozan was in there, but he was my mid-season, but he kind of mid-season, but kind of dropped off. off. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, go ahead, man. I'm ready. Let me hear it. I, I mean, to your point, Giannis, I, I solid. Like if Giannis wins it, I'm not mad at it at all because he. He works hard and he he puts his team on his back and he's he's a leader you know in in multiple categories within the stats mm-hmm. and look where his team is at third in the third in the east yeah. still yeah and legit you know title they're defending they're defending champs right now right and i feel like Giannis is if you take Giannis off the bucks right they plummet like they may make the playoffs still but they they aren't third seed mm-hmm. they aren't getting you know deep in a uh, deep run into the playoffs He's the engine of the team. He does so much for you as a player. Good Same point. thing with Jokic. You take him out of, you take any of these guys out. Good any point. of these guys. Embiid, Jokic, Giannis, these teams are completely different. And that's the unique thing about all of them. But for me, I think for this year, Jokic has been great. Giannis, mm-hmm. superstar, probably to me, the next up guy after like KD and, and Bron is, is, is Giannis. You know what I mean? Like after they're gone, it's like his league for sure. Mm-hmm. But MB to me, double tra- double team, triple team, you defenders took with me, but they couldn't stop him. Legit, I think. I think Giannis is is consistent like that. He's he's kind of got that LeBron effect where he can be in conversation every year. But yeah. what Embiid did this year to me, yeah, was was deserving of MVP to me because of the whole Ben Simmons thing yeah. and having to like wheel his team. In. He was legit the guy. Like it's it's always to me been Embiid's team, but it was like mm-hmm. oh now it's your time to show that you can be this. Mm-hmm. And also, MB has a lot of issues with, you know, injuries. But when he's out there, he's 100% going hard. He can do pretty much everything. He can take you down low, bang you, dunk on you. He can shoot, face up. He can handle. And he can legit, you know, on the other side, defend, hold down the paint, mm-hmm. lock down, get rebounds. I think MB statistically and his impact on this team was undeniable and for that i have to give him mvp because of just where he has been this year and as far as like even like this year alone i feel like he's played more than he's ever has oh yeah he definitely did so I, I think even with harden coming in and not being 100 percent like we mm-hmm. expect him to be he's still been carrying the load like even like those uh, it was a, a slew of games where i saw like harden was struggling as he has been but Joel was there, 38, 40, 42. He had a, a string of 40-point, almost 40-point games, at least. And, you know, legitimately willed them to win. So, Joel Embiid, to me, is the MVP. Okay. 
You said nobody can stop Joel Embiid. I have an argument with one okay. player that can. Uh, okay. And he's my pick for MVP, Giannis. Remember at the end of the game. One of my I arguments. mean, he blocked Joel Embiid for the game winner. <laughs> okay, that's true. Giannis but can hold his own. Looking at the entire season versus yeah, you're right. that yeah. one game, that moment. Yeah, you're right. I still think he legit had the. He has the MVP votes, in my opinion. And we know Giannis, yeah, he stopped them. Giannis is a competitor. Like, I, I'm not mad if, if if Giannis wins it, if Jokic wins it. I'm not mad at yeah, I'm because mad about these guys win it. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. But I think MB should get it this year because of just having to deal with Philly issues with, with Simmons and finally getting him out of there, getting hardened. Still, Harden is not 100%. Still carrying his team. Legit looking, you know, I saw this dude getting double teamed and they still couldn't stop them. They still couldn't beat the Sixers. So, yeah, most like this has been like all season. Like they double teaming on the wing, even. Like at, he's, he's a seven footer, seven plus footer that can shoot. He, he can do everything. So, Giannis too, but Embiid especially has been special this year. Yeah. And and has won it. Let's let's let somebody else get it. Like you said, recently. I mean, I see that, but it's tough. If he played, if he if he had like some dominant highlights towards the end of the season as well, I would be right there with you. Giannis picked up steam mid season on. Right, I think that's when he really picked it up. Joel, you kind of lost a little bit with those games. And there was another game that Philly lost too. And I know the team is still trying to adjust to having Harden on the team and losing some good assets like Seth Curry and Andre Drummond. But I, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's a pick em, though. It's a pick em. I can't, I respect your pick. I do. I'm just saying, Giannis did stop him. That's 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 it. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's definitely pick him though, man. I, I would not be upset if Joel Embiid got it. He's well deserving of it as well. Joker, he is as well. Giannis, he's come he's become one of those guys like you said, can potentially be the face of the league after LeBron retires. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's definitely a pick him. Definitely a pick. Gonna be interesting playoffs, man. Very, sure. very interesting. I'm going to see who takes it. And I, I know Giannis is going to be waiting for somebody. I feel like the conference finals, probably my heat. So, yeah. But yeah, um, MB for MVP. That's that's me. MB for MVP. Yes, sir. So, y'all, uh, we're about to wrap up the podcast. We thank y'all for joining us. Oh, uh, so again, this is the results of. Game one. Remember we talking about the Warriors and Nuggets were playing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had to get up there on that. So the Nuggets were basically blowing them out. So Warriors are definitely about to win. So let's like let's definitely stuff again. Yeah, <laughs> looks like it. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, thank y'all for joining us. Uh, we're gonna be trying to do this every every Saturday, following the playoffs and all the other NBA news and content that's around there. Make sure to subscribe to our YouTube as well for more updates and videos and content. 
we have a Swiss Masters page on Facebook as well. So make sure you check that out. Uh, this podcast will be available on all podcast platforms. So yeah, we really do appreciate y'all. Shout out to our sponsor as well, SS96. Make sure you look at that. Check out the website, look at the content. We're going to roll that sponsor video again in a second. Absolutely, man. Thank y'all. We appreciate it. We're back. Back in time for the playoffs. Shout out to Q, putting together the content, the director. And we look to see y'all again on next week. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, next week we'll announce it uh, on our social media platform. So stay, stay tuned to that. So, yeah, we really appreciate yeah. y'all. We really do. All right. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. And thanks to our sponsor, SS96. Still rocking with us in 2022, and it's so amazing. We appreciate you. SS96 is putting out new merch and still has some of your favorites. Get your executive productions t-shirts, Switch Masters t-shirts, as well as Farm Race Entertainment t-shirts. Don't forget to check out Stray Stoner's music as well as my own release under executive productions. It's available on all streaming platforms and new music is in the works, so stay tuned. Go to ss96.net and use the promo code SWITCHMASTERS to get this kind of merch today. Thank you all again. We're grateful.